Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 49 of the Cyber Bullies Podcast. I'm Ken Noworski. I'm joined by... Kyle Reese-Wendell. We also have my sister-in-law, Bridget Opetisano, joining us today. Say hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Now, I've known you for upwards of 30 years, That's about? Right. right. In the neighborhood. Okay. And I probably know you 27? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd Somewhere in there. Too. So, I mean, you, know, you know... From first meeting, anyway. Uh, I, you know, I... I asked you to be on this podcast because you were a true fan of these movies, correct? I actually think I invited myself. But okay. <laughs> well, that's if fine. You, if you want to go with you, ask me. We'll okay. Go there. All right. That's great. <laughs> but I will say we have an open door policy. If anyone is interested that we know, feel free to ask yourself on. We just think no one will want to do it. It's not that we don't want to ask you. It's that we don't think anyone wants to be on. Right? But, but you you truly like these movies, correct? I am a Hallmark super fan. Okay. Absolutely. What about now you prefer Hallmark over Lifetime? Oh, this is interesting. Hallmark for life. Yeah. I'm H for L. I'm sorry, but I do. Okay. Why? So why? I need to know. Well, Hallmark is a little bit more wholesome than That's Lifetime. true. That's true. You're, like, on, you're on the wrong they... podcast. But you're right. Like Lifetime <laughs> will do like Jody Arias or, you know, the yeah, sexier there, ones. Exactly. Yeah. There's some, you know, some subject matter on Lifetime that's, you know. A little risque. Yeah. A little risque. A little sad. Okay. This Definitely Hallmark, sad. Oh, yes. Hallmarks are never. They're sad. always upbeat. No, they're just they upbeat. Always end up in this cruel There's world. You every... need it. You need a little. Yeah. Uplifting. I got to say, I think these days. Yes. Absolutely. I think this movie implies a lot of darkness, and we're going to get into it. There's a very dark underbelly to all of it. <laughs> okay, you want to turn a wholesome? No, I don't want to turn anything. I think dark. We'll go there. Well, well you know, I think, you know, I think they're telling us. Kyle is a conspiracy theorist. He is a 9/11 truther. I'm a cocoa truther, and a cocoa truther. Uh, you know. So. so, what is your otherwise? So, besides the m- Christmas movies, do you have a favorite just Hallmark movie? Yeah. Do you like Hallmark mysteries? Uh, yes. Like the Hallmark <laughs> Hall of Fame? Yes, we watch that too. We watch them all. Oh, yeah, what's absolutely. the Lori Loughlin ones? The Garage Sale mysteries. Garage Sale mysteries. I just started watching them. Yeah, now you them. agree with Lori Loughlin's right. policies of getting children into college, <laughs> correct? <laughs> well. We did get our son in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you did. Yeah. And they have a building named after and you I now. I don't know. <laughs> I was wondering why you bought a, brought a briefcase to his college admissions. Exam. Yes. Like, exactly. So you got to do what you got to do these I, Look, days. I can't, I you, can't fault children, it. Your children, you have to make your children happy. The children are our future. As, someone who <laughs> As works the song a, says. I work at a college and it's a fucking scam, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I'm excited for Kyle, the what has a higher movie. interest rate, college loans or that uh, Native American interest loan <laughs> commercial we used to watch? That was 26% interest oh, rate. I mean, mm, it's got to be those, but those are slightly less regulated, but it's not a lot. <laughs> but you could get a Chevy celebrity with a better loan than college. Correct. Yeah. This is so true. Agreed. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's sad. It's sad. No, it's, it, really it's, it, it depresses the hell out of me because my students yeah. are all pretty much, we have a huge percentage of first generation college students. So like people who's immigrants who moved here don't have anything and are going to college to get better their life and they're like in debt for the rest of their lives yeah. it's insanity you got to keep us on the hamster wheel i know it's and, and you hope that they're going to get a decent job but what college do you uh i don't know if i've ever revealed it on the podcast I don't know. Okay, all, right. Then. all right so uh so anybody uh that wants to send us this uh email cyberbullies gmail.com all one word for cyberbullies I have been drinking a little bit. Yeah, it's <laughs> so all right. It's a little bit slurring. You're going to do a little uh, uh, Harry Carey today. Uh, so the last movie we watched, episode 48, do you remember what we watched? I do. I know you do. <sighs> I wa- my co-host, I want to see if he remembers. What, what, what did we watch? <laughs> oh my God. I listened to I I'll listened give you a back. hint. Hammer time. 
Oh, God, shit. I still can't remember the name. Holiday in the Wild <laughs> with Kristen Davis. Oh, yeah, because I wrote about it in my notes. Okay, yeah, that's right. Uh, what are your thoughts on Kristen Davis? Like? Don't I, like? No, I like her. Absolutely. All right. yeah. Did you watch Holiday did, in the Wild? I did not watch that movie. Do you I have Netflix? To your podcast. Um, we have Netflix. Oh, you would love this movie. And we don't know how to access it. <laughs> well, you have a son that's technologically savvy. Yeah, uh, he knows he, how to access he it. He wants nothing to do with us. Well, sure. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. But yeah, I get it. That's, that's We've all been a, 19. That's a 2020 goal of ours to figure out technology. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's your New Year's resolution. But, <laughs> but you are on the right side of things because now you have like months of entertainment to look forward to that you have missed. I, true. It's true. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a I, lot of good I stuff. I mean, you, you, they make yeah. their, they they make their own holiday movies. Yeah. They're all in the game now. Yeah. Hulu has a bunch now. We, I meant to talk to you about Oh, okay. It. Do you know who also has one? The Oprah Winfrey Network. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Holiday movies. Hmm. It's a money maker, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Know who else made one? It's ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Trey okay. Wingo gets stranded. <laughs> <laughs> he and Linda Cohen have to drive home from a Minnesota Wild game. <laughs> As uh, usual, jokes for I will no tell one. you now, all sports references will go right over my That's head. Right. I don't think there's anybody. And you had this. a son that played uh, varsity football. <laughs> right, exactly. Who was good at it, too. <laughs> and I still don't understand. I finally mm. got what a first down is. Oh, good for you. After, hey, nice. After 11 years of him playing. Wow. That's a <laughs> that's a slow learning curve. I'm not going to lie yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sugarcoat this one. Uh, All right. Anything to recap on uh, Holiday in the Wild? I th- Manu? <laughs> Manu. That's my Manu. new sign-off. Don't forget. Um, I think the elephant painted the painting still. Okay. All right. You'll understand that when you watch it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't think you should. It's worth your time. Okay. Okay, so uh, the movie we chose for episode 49 is 2014's Christmas Under Wraps. This stars Candace Cameron Bure. Yeah. Uh, Wife of Valerie Bure. Right, as Lauren well, to say. Brunel, oh, yeah. cousin we're, of Mark Brunel. We're going to talk about him, too. Uh, she was, of course, DJ Tanner on Full House and Fuller House, a Netflix original. And sister of Kirk Cameron, lest we forget. Right. Yep, She's right. also a, a Hallmark Christmas regular. Oh yeah, she maybe has the record for movies. I look. It's I would insanity. think so, right? And this also stars David O'Connell as Frank Holiday. Frank Holiday. I, I remember. Okay. I, I noticed. Uh, oh, this isn't a James Joyce novel. You're trying to tell me? No. Uh, he's really just a TV movie actor. He's yeah. been in. He's one of those nothing. guys. He looked this, very familiar, but I didn't know who he was. Exactly. He actually is more involved in directing than he is oh. acting. Oh. That makes a lot of sense based on okay. his acting. <laughs> This he's, also stars no, no Ben Affleck. Huh? No, this also stars Brian Dor- Doyle Murray oh, yeah. as Frank Holiday, one of the greatest comedic actors. Uh, ever. He's a legend. He's in Caddyshack, Christmas Vacation, Groundhog Day. Uh, so those are kind of like the big three. Oh, stars. You're forgetting one guy, Robert Pine. Who's that? Who plays the dad, who's Chris Pine's father, and also was on Chips. Oh, 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 the dad of he's uh, the sergeant Ferrer. on Chips. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's on. He's the only oh. one on every episode of Chips. Okay. Yeah, working That's actor. That's right. I didn't. I didn't catch that, but mm. you're right. We're gonna talk about it. Uh, Prepare yourself. All right. What do you have? What else do you have for us talking? Well, we uh, are there folios for Florio today. Yeah, we could go do it. I should we do it first? I think. Okay. All right. We'll get the theme song. There we go. We got the theme. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> They've already checked out. Yep. On their phones. On their phones. They're texting each other across the room. <laughs> We're in front of a live studio audience, like Three's <laughs> Company today. <laughs> 
You're gonna watch Mr. Furley barge in on us and <laughs> watch us have sex. <laughs> so, and we're going to the Regal Beagle. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. All right. So uh, this is uh, Folios with Florio for yeah. uh, uh, Holiday in the Wild. <laughs> Title of his email: On Safari to Stay. <laughs> He's, ha- he's I love it. He's so <laughs> stupid. Happy holidays, Cyber Rollies. Oh, I'm sorry. Does that offend you? <laughs> Why? Because he didn't say Merry Christmas? Correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. As an atheist, I'm not offended. Yeah. Tom Florio, very re- religious. I figured as much. Here's my review of this movie. Please review more movies with Chris and Davis in tank tops. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is... I think that's an argument everyone agrees with. <laughs> Kyle, you'll like this. Soundtrack was terrible. Couldn't they afford any authentic authentic African music like David Byrne or Paul Simon? <laughs> uh, he knows of my hatred of Paul Simon, yeah. Uh, Kyle thought Rob Lowe looked bad when he took his shirt off. Mental note. Cancel all future plans that involve me being shirtless around Kyle. Yeah, I mean, look, Tom. He, he didn't look good. I don't. Did, did anyone else see him with his shirt off? I didn't think he looked good. He looked tubby. For uh, Rob Lowe. <laughs> not for me. For <laughs> Rob Lowe. Gotcha. You're expecting a certain set of goods, and only one of those two people delivered. It was Kristen Davis. Mm-hmm. That's true. She did deliver. With no, yeah, and all natural. Uh, and, he w- and he was too, and that's why he was tubby. Ava Simone, was she all natural? Oh, absolutely. Davis? Come on. She's not paying attention. That's, uh, that's gibberish talk. She was. Uh, she, yes. Absolutely Confirmed not. Botox. Absolutely. But, you know. Well, sure. Oh, yeah. So someone from Hollywood, Botox. Fine. <laughs> and, and he said, and finally, it's Zuniga. Accent on the second syllable. All right, good to know. You're welcome. And he said, "Merry Christmas, guys, and God bless you, everyone." All right. So very short, Foley's of Florio this week. Yeah, that's like that's all right. We like when he checks in. I mean, I prefer the dissertations. It's good to pick and choose his nonsense for sure. So this uh, gentleman critiques your uh, podcast. Well, every he, I, <laughs> I, used I wish to, he would critique. I used it. That'd to, be funnier. He was my boss at, when I was at Toys, Toys R Us, one of my managers. Okay. And we have very similar interests in nonsense like this. Okay. So he came. He's been on our episode, a couple episodes, or one episode. He's on one episode, yeah. Uh, but all of a sudden, we just asked him to start writing. Like, I think he email. started writing. And we, we started writing, we, and we just made it a segment. He's one of those so. guys who like really does know trivial nonsense. More so, probably than either one of us. It's, it's insane. Okay. But he's also slightly older, so he also knows a lot of things that are right. just stupid that we don't know. Right. He's, he's maybe, what, like maybe he's eight years older. Years? 10 years oh, okay. Old. So he's yeah. like my brother. He's maybe ten years yeah. older than us. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. All right, what else do you got? All right, guys. <clears throat> First, you gotta fire up the plutonium. Is that what you do, plutonium? I don't know anymore. I think you fire it up. Yeah, it needs a charge. It just That's d- true. Doesn't just go. Yeah, right. You gotta like have a you know engine warmer on it in the winter. There it is. Took a second. <laughs> Move if you need to. We locked eyes as you cried. <laughs> we went for the day. I was like, I don't know what to say. But it made me laugh. All right. So. They, they, they saw this. Oh. Uh-huh. So they saw this movie, I think, as a big release because it was released on a Saturday, November oh. 29th. <laughs> Usually the movies we won't 2014. Be, yep. Usually they're released on a Tuesday or Wednesday, which suggests they don't think So, Bridge, where watch. were you November 29th, 2014? Oh, yeah, I like these questions. I don't know. I'm probably watching this movie. That's true. You were, you were probably tuned in with the popcorn. I didn't even think of that. I usually do. Uh, you know, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Absolutely. You heard you heard Beret in the background. You're yes. like, I'm in. That's it. How could you not? I get it. If you're going to watch one, it, would, it should be her. All right. So we're going to go back in time. We're going to do a couple things. So one, we'll start with movies. 
these are never fun, but I'll go through it quick. So what was the number one movie at the box office the weekend of November 29th, 2014? Was it The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1? Mm. <laughs> the Equalizer? <laughs> <laughs> Dumb and Dumber 2 or Gone Girl? Oh, Ben Affleck on my mind, I guess. It wasn't Gone Girl. Correct. It is not Gone Girl. <laughs> She's alluding them, but I like this. <laughs> yeah, guests always go first, yeah, by you the can, way. I, I just know it wasn't Gone Girl, but I don't have another answer for you. Well, I'll pick one of them. Mm, no, you pick. Well, I know the answer. No, I know. I know what it is. It's Mockingjay. <laughs> yeah, it's the hun- it's, it's Hunger Games. Hungry Games, uh, Hungry Hungry, Hungry Games See, is always number one. I did not watch any of them. Especially at like a holiday movie. Them. Yeah, it's fine. I okay. didn't miss anything. I watched the first one, I think, but after that, I got the gist. Yeah, you, you see where it's going. So what I didn't know about Billboard is they track holiday top 100 songs. Oh, they do. Yeah. So during the holiday season, they have a hot 100 of holiday songs. Uh, but I'm still not a paying member, so I can only get a few. <laughs> <laughs> They've gone to a pay model, which I, I'm really yeah, annoyed about. It's insane. About. That's terrible. It really is, because like, we used to have a lot of fun with the charts. So what was number one on the holiday 100 that week? Was it Mariah Carey, All I Wanted for Christmas is You? Classic. Ariana Grande, Santa Tell Me. Pentatonics, Mary, comma, did you know, question mark. Mm-hmm. Vince Gill and Amy Grant, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> this, is like you, go first. this is like when you get the drinks in the movie theater. It's like, is it really helping to have you come here? <laughs> I'm, I'm so bad with this stuff. All right. uh, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Okay, Kenny. Pentatonics. It's Pentatonics. I, I made up the Jeez. Vince Gill and Amy Grant song. It's not a real song. <laughs> I mean, they didn't perform it together. That is a real song. No, I know Pentatonix was huge at that time. Yeah, I see. This is the nonsense. I would never have known that in a million years. Well, you don't like Christmas or Christmas music. I don't like Christmas music, certainly. We've talked about this. <laughs> I like the songs, but I guess I don't pay attention much. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought. Well, there's like new. Like What shocked me was there's new Christmas songs that yeah. people are writing them. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I know they're lucrative. If Taylor you can, Swift just if you, wrote If one. you nail one, you're, gonna, you're a millionaire mm-hmm. forever. Like. Mariah Carey, I mean, a superstar. That song she stinks. She did one song. That one song Do you like forever. that song? No, I don't. Really? I hate it. Adrian hates it. Everybody hates it. Do you that hate song. it because it's overplayed or because you hate it? I think it's a bad song. No. What's and your favorite she's Christmas annoying. song? Again? She what, is annoying. My favorite? Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, that is a good one. Mm, I feel it, too it's sexy more, to the me. To- <laughs> the talking in the bin, winds whipping down the boardwalk. Yeah, I, mean, I guess come on. I, that's true. You know what? Yeah, you're like, you see hookers and heroin addicts. Right. Yeah, you're thinking about the desolate. Clarence, you've been practicing real hard, so Santa brings you a new saxophone? Yeah. <laughs> He's sleeping on the beach like a hobo? <laughs> right. I get it. You're right. All right. That's a, that's a solid argument. All right. So. What's your favorite song? Oh, you don't like any of them. Uh, Ken knows my favorite. It's the King's Father Christmas. <laughs> it's, it's a great song. It's, it's a, great a great Christmas song. song. That's a good song. You can't I argue al- with the Kings. I also like um, the one with Bing Crosby and uh, David, David Bowie. Bowie. Yeah. David Bowie. Little drummer boy. Sure. I don't think I've ever heard that one. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good song. We'll see if we can find that for the end of the show. That would be good. So, in honor of our guest, I went to Newsweek.com for their ranking of all of the Hallmark movies for Christmas. So, which of these did they say was number one? Oh. All. <laughs> I thought you. Were <laughs> did they tell you how many there are? I, it was like two hundred or something. It, and I think they ranked two hundred, and they ranked fifty wow. of them. So I went through the top fifty to get okay. this, and it, and it was a, and of course it was a slideshow. It wasn't just a list I could look at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't write down the stars, but I will tell you the plots. So the Christmas Secret, 
2014? No, boy. <laughs> While her life is falling apart, single mom Christine finds a magical family heirloom that leads to love and good fortune during Christmas. As you said, always a happy ending. It didn't unlock like a portal to another time or something. Like Hellraiser? <laughs> yes. Or the gate. <laughs> she played a rec- She played the, the big Crosby record backwards and opened up a portal <laughs> to the North Pole. <laughs> now that's a good fucking idea. There you go. Who doesn't want... Dr. Mudd being fed by my lovely girlfriend, being fed buffalo chicken dip on a, on a Tostito. I got to say, it's the most erotic thing that's happened to me in six months. <laughs> you poor thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the correct response. <laughs> the most wonderful time of the year, 2008, corporate analyst and single mom, Jen. Is she an architect? <laughs> I mean, she's corporate analyst, so who knows? Tackles Christmas with a business-like approach. Until her uncle arrives with a handsome stranger in tow. Can I ask you one question? Is there any ones that decorate window storefronts? I mean, there probably was one in that list, but there's none on my list. Okay. Well, Actually, there's not many that decorate storefronts. They're all that that. Oh, they're, they are not. They're no. just mannequin at I, Christmas. Right. Hollywood. The one with the one with uh, little gray. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Na- uh, thank now you. Name another one. There's That's like the three I of them. Mannequin. The window dresser. Mannequin. <laughs> Mannequin 2 on the move. <laughs> That's a real movie, by the way. Um, signed, sealed, delivered for Christmas, also 2014. Oliver, Shane, Norman, and Rita work together in the dead letter office to solve the mystery behind an undeliverable Christmas card from years past. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's like that, uh, that Greg Kinnear movie, Dear God. You know what the climax of that movie is? Give it a shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to say the post office is closed. They go to find out. Oh, oh well. Uh, a season for miracles, 2008, an early one. A miracle occurs for a homeless family consisting of two children neglected by their incarcerated mother, oof, and their protective aunt, who is trying to keep them out of the foster system with the help of an angel. That's pretty much what you need. Well, yeah, yeah that's, that's, a, that's you a do scene. need an angel with a foster care right? system. You got that. They have some of these dark ones like this where it's like, oh, it's like just like Christmas shoes. Oh, boy. I mean, uh, actually, you know, am what? I right? Mm. Rob, Lowe. Rob Lowe. It all comes back around. Oh, boy. He looks tubby in that, too. <laughs> angel of Christmas. <laughs> angel of Christmas 2017. And rather angel of death at this point. <laughs> Who was the serial killer? Was the angel of death? It was. Uh, oh, I'm not going to remember. You're the, the expert. That's true. Or John. Holiday Grinch Susan gets her first big break to write her own headline story. Okay, so here we go, journalist. That's, yeah, that's often yep. one of them. All these jobs that make a ton of money. Yeah, yeah. They, they have, oh, we're going to get into it today. Uh, but ironically, the story is a Christmas-themed account of her own family's carved wooden Christmas angel. Woof. Which supposedly, <laughs> hold on, it's not done. Which supposedly has magical powers to bring true lovers together. Why does the Christmas angel give a shit? So the Christmas angel is basically like a Why cre- are they ripping off Brady Bunch episodes? That's true. The Christmas Angel is just watching like a creep. Right, like the Christmas elf. It brings people together to fuck and then watches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. There it is. Is she going to walk out? That's the yeah. first time. Well, like How many ter- times is it going to take? It's like knocking over a soda machine. <laughs> I, I, and I'm on my best behavior. I feel like I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, actually you are. I mean, we're what, 10 minutes oh, at least. in? Yeah, yeah. Oh, at one? least. Yeah, we're like good 15, yeah. 20 minutes. So, I, I tell you what, it goes by like this. You're going to be like, that was an hour and a half of wasting my life? <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Uh, so was it the Christmas secret, the most wonderful time of the year, science seal delivered for Christmas, a season for miracles, or angel of Christmas? I guess goes first. Oh, and this gosh. is according to Newsweek. This is just their ranking. Their yeah. ranking. Okay. It was On hard. A slideshow. I wanted to get a fan's ranking, actually. It was hard to, harder to find to get like 
a real ranking. Well, I know somebody that could write it. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I thought it would be more interesting to see like what a real fan thought. But A season for miracles. Okay. I'm going to go with the post office one. We have a winner. A season for miracles. See? She knows She's her business. She's This is not her first day. You win nothing. I win nothing. <laughs> <laughs> May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> Uh, all See, right, you didn't waste all that time watching all these movies. <laughs> we should start having prizes. I, didn't, I do not feel like I wasted time. Let me oh, tell you. Wow. No, we don't Good either. You. Look, we. Mm, well, I a hundred percent agree. Let's not get crazy. Well, sure. This is over forty nine hours of record. Just recording. <laughs> oh, forty nine is more like a hundred. All right, we're gonna play another quick game. Oh boy, maybe the hardest game to play. Well, you have to explain this. I will. Don't worry. Yeah, come on now. I'm gonna hit a song first. So we're going to play the IMDb keyword game. So whether you know it or not, IMDb, you can search by keyword. Do you know what IMDb is? No, the Internet I... Movie Database. So if you want to look up okay. any movie ever produced, any TV show, documentaries, they have virtually everything. Okay. And you can search by keywords. You can just put in like whatever you like. Hallmark movies, is that a keyword? Great. It'll bring you all the Hallmark movies. Or like, let's say. You, or something uh, more banal. Uh, like, Borealis. Yeah, right. Or, or Borealis. So that was one okay. for this movie. I'll give you a clue. That was one. For, and it's not on the list. So I'm going to read a word or a phrase, and you have to decide if it was a keyword or not. And the keywords are also given by users. They're not created by anyone who works for IMDb. So this is what users of IMDb, the Internet Movie Database, think the keywords are for this movie. So we'll give you a hint. So imagine you're a maniac. <laughs> if there's any tying up of body parts, oh yeah, bondage, yeah, so it's, it's on there. It's very kink-heavy <laughs> in, in general. It's a lot of feet and... Yeah. Foot related things don't have bare feet in any of these movies. Yeah, and if they do, you're gonna hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. There's 10, so we'll see what we do. Oh, Jesus, I like to go through, I like to have fun. <laughs> Scarf is that a keyword for the movie or not? No, <laughs> yes, it is. It is, it is. Yep. Pashmina, yes, no, no, <laughs> no. Okay. I know exactly. That's why it's frustrating. You have to be an idiot. You're too smart for this. <laughs> that is S true. Small town doctor. Should be. Well, if should be was a category, that would be a whole other thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. No. Bulb. Bulb. B u l b. Yep. Not bulbous, but bulb. Okay. Remember bold, but <laughs> that face was perfect. Of like, no, yes, yes. Jeez. I don't know why. I don't remember it being crucial to anything. Remember bold being. He did fix something though. But oh, ahead. maybe when they with the he when he's in the electrician. electrical box. By the way, yeah, second movie yeah. in a row. But there was no electrical. Electrical box wasn't on there, but bulb is second movie in a row with a prop plane. Well, we're about to get to it. <laughs> oh boy, pickup truck. It's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> it's great. No. Yes. No. No. Okay. <laughs> truck was one, but not pickup oh, truck. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. But but they like their descriptions. Single engine airplane. Was it a single engine airplane? <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> I like this line of thinking. Was it the correct description? Not what a person put it down. This is this is good. Uh, yes. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Okay. See, this is the thing. Trains, planes. Planes, automobiles. People are obsessed with finding the particular thing they want. Okay. Coffee. Yes. No. Yes. Oh, all right. See, she's locked they, in they now. They made a big deal about how she drank her coffee. But Not see, fat. This is the thing. It doesn't matter because it's what the maniacs on these boards think <laughs> okay. and what they lock into. Because you're right. If you were like a human being with a mind was writing it, you go, oh, coffee, of course. A person with a soul. Low-fat milk. 
Well, Ken just said that, so I'm going to say no, though. Oh. First of all, it's non-fat milk. I, I'm just telling you. No. Yes, you're right. It was, it was non-fat. Low-fat milk is a keyword. That's yeah. not even in the movie. <laughs> I know. I know. They got it wrong. Maybe that's the category they get pushed into. When they put in non-fat milk, it automatically changes. So, so it has an algorithm now? So, so you can get all the milk stuff you want. All the, all the milk content you're looking for. Milk this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Last two. Orderlies. <laughs> no. 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 Tiny Hammer. Yes. Yes. No. Uh. <laughs> Ah, uh, there we go. I think we got C's. I always get a C. Yeah, I didn't count this time. I was too interested in the list. All right, that was IMDb Keywords game. I'm not used to getting C's. No. Well, C's get degrees, though. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it's an impossible game, so the fact that you did pretty well. I no, you don't want to do good at that game. <laughs> That's the test they <laughs> give you. Charles Manson got an A. <laughs> I saw they did it on Mindhunter. I was like, oh. <laughs> All right. Are we ready? Yeah, we're ready. Unless All right. we're, we Are you back. ready? I'm ready. You ready to defend this movie? All right. Time for page two of the notes. All right. So you have your notes ready. We have a guest that brought notes. I love it. I love everything about it. I really do. It's All like right. doing homework. I'm a teacher. I like this. So another movie in San Francisco. Why does every Is it movie... Though? Well, <laughs> we open up in San Francisco. Okay, that's true. And I thought that was supposed to be like a full house nod. Oh, I, I don't think I so. didn't get that because it's like, why else put it there? But you're the conspiracy. If you theory, have CCB so. in the lead, <laughs> you or you want to say her whole name the whole podcast, you're going to lose your I fucking just call her Burre. Oh, OK, or no. Burr. I'm going with CCB. Bridget, you could choose whatever nickname you want for her. CCB, huh? <laughs> it just made me think of CCD and it made me laugh. Yeah. Like as in catechism? Yeah, yeah. Central City Dome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I never had to go. I just remember kids. No, you didn't have to go. Right. You missed out on it. Yeah, I I missed out on all that. So we all I went to karate instead. Actually, karate. We uh, were at a hospital, and Beret's a surgeon. Her feedback uh, for the family is everything went really well. Like okay, so she has to give a. She just she doesn't epidectomy. You watch Grey's Anatomy like we all do. Yeah, you've been Kyle. to a doctor before and probably even had surgery. So she or been around surgery. She doesn't appy surgery. Yeah. And her the the teaching doctor, the teaching surgeon is like, you have to go give feedback to the family. Okay, no, no, no. We're not even. Hold on, we're not even at the part that's insane. It's the insane is the feedback. No, it's before that. She says, "Thank you for letting me assist." And he goes, "Assist? You did the whole surgery. You're a fucking doctor, and you don't know whether you did the surgery or assisted." You obviously yeah, but, don't watch Grey's Anatomy. But yeah, technically she assisted. Technically. She, she Give me did, a break. She wasn't able to do the it surgery was, without that doctor. So I agree with our expert. All right. I'm no cartering this. Maybe you should break. watch a little more Grey's. <laughs> so, I've watched a lot of ERs. So her feedback from the family is everything went really well. Yeah. Way to go into detail. I know. I don't get it either. Why? She was a little kid there. She didn't need to go into detail. Great feedback. She didn't need to go into detail. Well, I disagree. Also, she had a perfect face of what makeup. What did you want her to say to the little kid? Okay, we cut your father open, and I he's going to recover. Grabbed, he's going to be okay. I grabbed his appendix out, and it. No, she said. That I don't. Want well, he don't grab it. I hope. Well, uh, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. That is what I wanted her to say. No, <laughs> it's not appropriate at all. Yeah, grab fine. it like a banana. That's fine. I just She's, didn't. She. She made the kid feel good. I didn't like by, that she by had the way, perfect makeup either. Plus it was too the, much. The little girl in the scene is 10 but doesn't know how to say appendix. Mm. She says, appendix? Mm. Grow up. 
Okay. Oh, uh, uh, two uh, other uh, things. One, this Mark, the the music supervisor is Mark Ferrari, <laughs> and the cinematographer was Theo Angel. Theo, Angel, Angel, for Christmas movie. like holiday Christmas movie. <laughs> So, Burray is part of a Grey's, Grey's Anatomy-type group. They're talking about where they're going to do residency. Burray <laughs> wants to go to Boston. You forgot one thing when she's talking to the kid. She goes, you can call me Dr. So-and-so. Oh, I can? Yeah. Like everybody else does? <laughs> I thought she was going to say, like, my name is Molly, not Dr. or Dr. Molly or whatever. No. You can call me Dr. whatever. You know, you know. I, have, I have to tell you that it does impress me when people who are doctors don't introduce themselves right, as doctors. exactly. There's the show Botched. Oh, and yeah. And there's the two doctors that work together, and the one, which I don't even remember their names right now, but always says he's Dr. So and so. And then the other one always introduced himself with his first name only. And yeah, that's I what's like his that. name's, uh, uh, the lead singer of Quiet Rides, his brother. Really? Who cares? I'm just letting you know. Kevin anyway, Dubrow uh, is the Dubrow. other. Dubrow. Yeah, see, I know, I know <laughs> what I'm talking about. And he, I think I haven't seen Bob. He botched. never calls himself doctor. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. But I just thought it was funny. She's like, hello, I'm Dr. So-and-so. And she goes to the kid, you can call me Dr. So-and-so. Okay. I heard you the first time. <laughs> yeah, but Get she, it. You're a doctor. What yeah. she was saying is she didn't have to use her last name. She I could just guess. call her Dr. Lauren. But she didn't Did say Lauren. Think... She said Brunel. She no, said she her... didn't. The question is, is Bridget oh, going run out to run out of steam of defending this movie? Oh, no. I loved it. <laughs> I want to go on record before we go any further. I loved it. All right, so Bur- more water, more more wine. Burray has a boyfriend. Uh, she thinks he's going to propose at a dinner. He counter offers with a breakup. Yeah, <laughs> boy, and I gotta say, now this is a moment in the movie. Great feedback. He gave her solid, constructive feedback about that relationship. He did. He, he was did. a good communicator. Which was Doctor Mud. Well, he was just like, you gotta like live your life. You gotta be part of it. You can't just be outside of it and plan everything. Yep. Yeah. I, I loved it. Can't plan every detail of your life. Exactly. He did. He definitely gave her good feedback. You're going to suck the life out of it. Like one of those vacuum bags where you put your clothes under the Under, under the, bed. the Right. <laughs> right. With the bodies. You got to live in the moment sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. And, Ken, do you know where her fellowship was? No. Charlestown. She was going to go to the town. Oh, no way. I was all ready for a town riff. My and favorite, then one of my go. favorite movies. I know. I was going to do all. Did po- you ever see the town with Ben Affleck? Mm-mm. Oh, it's ridiculously good. It's about this. I'm surprised I haven't because that's Laura's favorite. Have you ever seen uh, The Town? Oh, oh, my God. All right. Let's just stop and put The Town on. <laughs> One, uh, I would say top five movie. Even Adrian like your. It's your favorite movie, I would say. It's, a, it's, I, it's up the there. Shawshank Redemption, Rounders, The Town. I got, I got a whole, I, Well, I have a bunch of town jokes now that you know she never <laughs> goes to Charlestown. I, this is problematic. Being fed again. <laughs> I get used to it. Like a king. not feeding you. No, that's fine. <laughs> She's trying to kill me. That's why. I'll take it. Hey, come on. Also, <laughs> thank you. How old was the boyfriend? He looked a lot older, right? No, I didn't. No. Think he looked well, how old do you think Burray is? I looked it up because I wanted to know. But how old do you think she is? Or Bridget, how old? I know how she. How old she is? How old do you think? Forty-two. She is? Forty-two. In the, when this movie was made, or now? Oh, now she's born in seventy-six. Okay. Really? She's Forty-three now. Okay. That boyfriend looked 50, and I, I tried to look oh, up his age. no, he didn't. And his age was not on IMDb, which means he's much older than he looks. Okay. 41-year-old dating a 50-year-old? Interesting. <laughs> and he gave great advice, though. He was an elder statesman. <laughs> and, a lot of inside jokes today. <laughs> Twisted Tree Studios. Yeah, we're in a different location today, by the yeah, way. You, didn't even, you usually mention it. We're, we usually record at Mudbutt Studios, but uh, today we're, we're recording at Twisted Tree Studios. Oh, I thought we were going to say Quarry Rock. <laughs> That's a good 
We have we had a lot a lot of them. Yeah, we have a very crooked Christmas tree. I have to it put is it beautiful and very special. I put it in the show notes, so when I put up the file, it's in there, like ragu. <laughs> okay, so they break up. She goes to her uh, Burray goes to her parents' house, and, and her, another insane scene. Happens. Her mom's a terrible actress. The worst. Brutal. The yeah. worst. Probably the worst actress I've ever seen. Quentin Tarantino's a better actor. <laughs> <laughs> Grumpy Cat was better for sure. <laughs> Actually, Grumpy Cat's the best thing in that movie. <laughs> what I love is she comes in and the mom is standing behind like the island, right? And, she, and who does she say? She goes, "Oh, I wasn't expecting you." Except for she's staring at the door behind the island, not cooking. There's no like a knife. There's no nothing. She's going like this, <laughs> and then the door opens. <laughs> what was she doing? She she's, was just she's waiting for Burray. Has she figured out standing up meditation? It was insane. Oh, the mom. It just it was you're right. She was She's brutal. brutal. Uh her dad her so her dad was a surgeon as well. Her dad informs her that she didn't get the residency in Boston, which is the only one she'd applied for. We watch Grey's Anatomy, you apply everywhere. Am I right, Bridget? Uh, you're right. That Bad was, planning. That was really stupid. Talk this about is terrible. all your oh, eggs in yeah. one Thank basket. You. Tunnel vision. Absolutely. I didn't I not yeah. something not, I would not, have advised her to do. But as yeah. you hear her tell her counterparts mm-hmm. that, you know, her father uh, was a fellow there as well and has an in and, you know, she pretty much. Apparently he it. doesn't have a lot of pull. And apparently that is the way things are done these days. Oh, I'm so sure that's why, true. Yeah. So I mean, why wouldn't days. she You were a professional. That, you know that's no, how things are done. No, you're 100% right. The thing that troubled me the most is that she has no friends. Oh, that's a good point. She does not talk to a single friend the entire movie except the people in Garland. Which is like the nurse, the the head nurse woman, Billy, Billy, Billy. That's it. So like when she's in the little break room and she's like, "Where are you guys going to your fellowships or whatever?" And they say, and she says, "Oh, I only applied to one." Your friends would have gone. What? Well, I what? thought it was interesting that when she asked that, the one guy just went up to her and gave her the finger right in her face. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. No, that was no, a joke. It didn't. This is a comedy podcast. <laughs> is it now? Well, um... I was just surprised that she didn't have a friend who would go. What are you doing? Like you got to apply to more stuff. Like what are you thinking? Yeah. Anyway, and there's not a single friend the whole movie who gives a piece of advice. It's annoying. And these movies always have, it's my favorite thing, is is the either the neighbor or the best friend who's sassy. None of that. None of that no. there. Yeah. The nurse yeah. a little, but not enough. Mm. Yeah. I just thought it was strange. She had no no female friends, again. It's a problem. It's just, it's not a good sign. Well, when you are a doctor, studying to be a doctor, you don't have much time. So but maybe... your doctor friend should have said you apply to fellowships. Well, even they were no, like, but that's all. Com- that's a competitive. Once again, I you guess, have to watch I Grey's guess. Anatomy. All right, fair enough. Do I? I think you do. When, I've when, seen it. We've watched says, fifteen seasons. Right. <laughs> when she says something like, um, "Her father was a fellow there, and she's got an in," and da da da, they probably all wanted to give her the finger and not even bother yeah, I mean, talking. I, they to they were her happy she longer. didn't get it. I tell you right now. <laughs> see, because I thought the blonde woman was kind of her friend because she like later because remember she looks her up later to see what she got like what fellowship she had and all that. I missed that. But part. then she was kind of jealous of her. Yeah. Anyway. I was just surprised. No female friends. No one to give her good advice. Her dad gave her terrible advice. Oh, clearly. Yeah. So, all right. So, and also, he's just at home in blazers and a khaki but, but in the, the middle mom, of the day. So, I know. The mom, although she is a crummy actor, <laughs> actress, the whole thing about, you know, listen to your mind and follow your heart, I thought that was good advice. <laughs> did you? Here's did the thing about it. Does that pay the bill? Does that pay the bills? <laughs> no, but you know what, Ken? Being happy is mm-hmm. important. There you go. It I agree. Is, I'm a, I'm a shut up. But shut up. <laughs> You shut up. I follow my bliss every day. Yeah. You're on the edge. Yeah. You're on the edge at all times. Yeah. 
the I'm waiting ed- for that phone call every <laughs> the day. The knife edge of happiness. I agree, I, except I just... that she was so bad, it made you hate the idea. Oh, she no. delivered it so poorly. You're like, this is the her dumbest mom, thing I've ever heard. Her mom stunk. Come on. <laughs> no, I, I agree, but I, I liked that um, advice. I did. Okay. But let's move on. I'm I sure. like the advice. I didn't oh, like the you're, running, you're running this podcast now? <laughs> I didn't like the delivery. I like <laughs> the advice. I got for you. <laughs> it's but she, very hard for me not to be the chief. I know. <laughs> I know. It's very hard for Ken not to be the chief, too. Notice he jumped on you the second you tried to move along. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kyle knows. I'm the one that moved. Uh, I tried to get his why would I? Why would I even bother? <laughs> it would just make you mad. He'll do it anyway. I might as well let you do it. It's, it's insane. I have to say, that mom, she's in the crystals. I feel it. <laughs> She had that look of just like she's in some weird spooky. Well, she shit. doesn't work. Right. And the dad is fucking weird. And he has the tiniest office for a high powered doctor I've ever seen. His office was as big as this table. And he's a big, powerful doctor? Come on. Big powerful doctor. <laughs> I don't know. He made it sound like he knew everybody, blah, blah, blah. And then you go into his office and it's like it really was as big as like this right here, my wingspan. Six feet. Well, you got long arms. That's true. I didn't notice that. Oh, I noticed. I didn't notice that because either. they because they set you up for expectations. Like, oh wow, he's got to be like I really rich and like people go see him. Right. Nope. I feel if we don't get this moving along to Bridget's point, no, we're going to be here all night. I can edit stuff out. It's, it's going to be a three-hour podcast. It's fine. We're Christmas good. under wraps. I have thoughts though. Thank you. Because we're about to get into the parts that truly drove me insane. Okay. So. Okay. So. Now. Both of you are very professional, very smart, very successful in your jobs. At least Bridget was. <laughs> Kyle, t- TBD. Now, you're a doctor, I'm a gonna... surgeon, Bridget. Here we go. Where do you go for career advice? Do you go to your college career center? I wrote this down, too. I was, it's always insane. Do you, you're, you're a I... successful surgeon. I didn't. I guess I. Missed Where do you that go for career job career. listings? Your college career center? No. No. <laughs> no. As always, these people don't have the internet. They don't even just Google stuff. No. Like she fellowships. Goes, There's a list somewhere, probably. Right. She's in demand. She goes to her college career center. Her college career center is like, ooh, <laughs> you just missed just it. Only <laughs> one opening. <laughs> well, okay, but now you're getting into I think the biggest, the thing that's the most confusing to me about the movie. Is that when the magic starts? Well, all right. Before we get there. Right? Before we get there. Well, mm-hmm. Is Beret a little autistic? <laughs> she's a doctor. I think she's trying to play she's it that artistic. way. She's not autistic. <laughs> autistic me, no social skills, doesn't know what to do. As a person who teaches medical, like pre-med students all the time, it's very typical to behave like this. And it's not, look, it's a spectrum, right? So she might Correct. be, but it's not. That's what I'm asking. It's not severe. But don't you find that the smartest people have absolutely no common sense? Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> o- over and over I see that. So Kyle's the smartest person I know. He's an idiot. Yeah, that's, again, <laughs> totally fair. Okay. Tough but fair. I can't argue I'm with sorry. it. I'm sorry for you. No, you're not. No, don't be. Uh, be sorry for everyone around me. He can write a book. He can't change a tire. I can change a tire. Can you change a tire? You know, many a tire I have time. to. I have to disagree with you. I think the magic of this movie oh actually boy. started. No, I want to know when she walked into her house and See, her boyfriend is... had just broken up with her, and now her dad came in and said, "And by the way, you didn't get that okay. fellowship." So here's a girl that has planned her mm-hmm, life, mm-hmm. and everything so far seemed to work according yes. to her plan. Yes, and boom, she got hit. Double whammy in one night, and that's when things started to change. For First that of all, girl. she's a woman; she's not a girl. Well, okay. 
I mean, she's not Britney Spears. <laughs> Correct. A girl, not yet a woman. Not yet a woman. Also invented low-rise <laughs> jeans, Britney Spears. Really? You're learning a lot today. American yeah. innovator. I've been to the Britney Spears Adventure Museum. Right. I've seen her in a wax museum. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> so How'd that go? Okay, so it was you, a lot of fun. So you think the magic starts with, after the breakup. I think the magic starts when she goes to the career center. No. When do you think the magic starts? When the prop plane enters and she gets to see Garland. Oh, you, so you're thinking like uh, it's like international waters. I think she, when she hits correct. the border. She has to go through the okay. border. All right. That's fair. Because I disagree. I, 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 we're I'm guys, we're about him. 10 minutes into this movie. <laughs> but it's, it's fucking insane. There's so many questions. There's more questions this than This is maybe the greatest movie that's ever been chosen for this show. <laughs> it's, it's right up there. It's like Cyber Seduction. This, is, where this just, might have to be two parts. It's a baffling set of decisions. <laughs> you, might have, you might have to come back. <laughs> we'll record I, the whole thing. I we'll put can't it out. come back. This is my busy time of the year. <laughs> I understand. There, the cookie, but the cookies have been made. See, I wrote yes, magic. Here we go. Like I thought it was right there where she no. where she gets the news that there's one thing that's in like Garland, Alaska. Okay, Garland. Okay, Garland. By the way, this is also just a ripoff of Northern Exposure. Well, Correct. Do you know that there was another movie, Hallmark movie, that took Kyle place is getting in served Brzeut. <laughs> right in the middle of a good point. We're in North. We're in Northern Jersey. Brzeut is in this podcast. Brzeut. Oh, you, All right, you so, had a point out. So we're going to disagree on we're going to disagree on the turning point or the magic. Point but I'm with in you. you I think it's earlier rather than later. I think we're on actually the same page. Ken is Ken's the one who's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Hork it down. Nah, nah, you're wrong. Okay. You're going to have to host host for a minute. No, I, I was just I was just marking the time so I know when to go to edit out your face filling. Sharpshooter. <laughs> Oh, so we're talking Northern Exposure. That's right. Okay. So this is just a ripoff of the show Northern Exposure. Did you guys remember that show? Yeah, I do. Very I do. Small a doctor from Big City has to go to a small town to get what a job. What was the name of the town in Alaska? Mystery. No, I don't remember. I don't that was that Russell Crowe movie. Do you remember, Ken? No, I don't. Oh, I thought I you had. Watch, you I didn't like watch CBS. It. Yeah, it was not. Oh, uh, you know what? I guess I was kind of a CBS guy for a while. Yeah, you're big. I was a big NBC Evening guy. Shade, Designing Women. Yeah, that was your. I was more the the Thursday Night line. Murphy Brown, and then Northern Seinfeld. Exposure. Give me Seinfeld. Give me Cosby. Give me Frazier. They don't quite overlap. They overlap a little. That's like eighty eight to ninety four. You're talking like post ninety four. Well, you know, you're post OJ world. I'm pre OJ world. Right. OJ murder world. Sorry, Bridget. Your thoughts on OJ? Did he do it? Absolutely. Okay. Right, good. good. Right, you're allowed yeah. to stay on the okay. podcast. Okay. No, <laughs> it's, it's the true. only rule we have. You're not an OJ truther. <laughs> So I just wanted to, I just wanted to note that it's an okay. exposure ripoff, and I think that's on purpose. So, can we talk about her apartment? Oh, did you find the name? Thank you. Oh, Northern Exposure. We got some uh, breaking news. <laughs> Sicily, uh, Alaska. Thank you. My, my, I, I might have gotten there. My sister said uh, she she she's contributing to the podcast. Sicily, Alaska. She's probably driving her insane. <laughs> also, can we talk about her apartment? Which one? The one that's 5,000 square feet in San Francisco on a resident salary? Her parents are rich, remember Well, no, that? but that was her parents' house. No, no, no. When she goes back to her apartment with the skyline view, it's not the parents' oh, house. Oh, I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. When she's packing up her shit, getting ready to leave. Her parents are rich. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, she's a rich her kid. Pa- her father gave up his big office so she could have a nice apartment. <laughs> that's true. That's good logic. I was so annoyed because I'm like, 
the most expensive real estate in America, San Francisco, mm-hmm. and she has an enormous apartment. Like not, it's like Michael Bloomberg apartment. It's not even that. It was absurd. Kyle, I don't know, but some people have rich parents that pay for their kids' stuff. Well, which that was start. nice apartments. I just wrote perhaps the most insane apartment we have seen. We've seen some stupid ones. Well, the Kristen Davis one was nice. Yeah, but she, but like that one made sense. Like it was more New York. He had a job. She used to be a doctor or a veterinarian. A vet. Like Manu. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so then, okay, go ahead. Because I, I, okay. Once we get right, to so- Alaska, I'm going to lose my mind. Yep. All right. So, all right. So basically, there's one job available for her, and it's in uh, Garland, Alaska. It's not as a surgeon. Not as a surgeon. Not as which a Which is what she wants. Not as a surgeon. That's right. It's as a regular doctor. GP. GP. General practitioner. Thank there you. you go. An internist. Yeah. An okay. externist. <laughs> but that was all that was left. It was either it. it was either that or she sits and does nothing until the next. Correct. Go ahead. Okay. So Santa manipulated Thank the you. fellowship. Thank you, you for think? letting me run the show. <laughs> Do you think Santa manipulated the fellowships? Like, made sure they oh, were all closed? Oh, now we're getting into it. This is the first big question. Well, I got questions about Santa. Santa does have magical powers. Does he? But does he? Does he? Yes, Can he, he prevent heart failure? Or, oh, uh, we want to talk about it now or we want to wait? Let's wait. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're so she... So there's one uh, residency available. It's in Garland, Alaska. So Burry takes it. Burry gets to Alaska. No jacket. <laughs> a doctor. A brilliant doctor. A doctor. Who fe- who's getting fellowships. Now, we all know. Not, we're not, we're no not idiots. Bundle. She, had, Cole she doesn't, had a jacket. She just no. didn't have a Cole warm enough prevent, jacket. Cole no. doesn't prevent sickness, but it lowers the... Lowers your body's ability to Also, fight. you know what else? It's fucking cold and it hurts. It's it, she got, it was seven degrees, they said, when she got off the plane. All right, Bridge, let me ask you. Do you ever see her breath in this movie? <laughs> I wrote that a hundred breath in this movie? Not They once. go to a picnic at night in Alaska during to December. To see the Royal Royales. But that's because it was Thoughts? filmed in, like, Seattle No, we somewhere. know it's filmed in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was filmed in, in Provo, which is even funnier. <laughs> like, like Sally and Kavanaugh. It makes no, but okay, but they don't even try. They don't even like start the scene. It, it makes no sense. Adrian, how many times did I say this is summer? They're filming this in the summertime because no one's wearing gloves. You look at the background when they're just walking around a town, a, a town, a small town in Alaska with hundreds of people on the now street. Now you could tell you guys walked ten feet to my door and today. It's freezing. You today. were cold. <laughs> they never look cold in this movie. It's in Alaska. Not once. She just keeps saying it. Yeah. He he drives around he with the windows August, down. <laughs> Every time he pulls up, the windows are rolled down. You know why? Because it was hot that day. <laughs> it's like I don't. It's like how stupid do you think we are? I don't know. I don't. I just felt like they didn't have to do it that way. They could have filmed in Utah were, in the cold, they were, right? They they were obviously so hot when filming this movie. <laughs> they were sweating. I, I, I look. I agree. I agree. There's I, a moment where the snow looks like rocks that they pulled a white sheet over. If you <laughs> it's about like 20 minutes in when they're driving down the street. It's not even like the fake, like kind of fake snow. It just it looks like just like pillows. With like there's no sheet. salt. Nothing's dirty in this no, movie. No, no. All right. So she's picked up by Andy, and he's her <sighs> ride to Garland. He's also a pilot, like Rob Lowe in the last movie we watched. Of course. They take a small plane to get there. Burry isn't too happy about it. Garland is in the middle of nowhere. Okay, so I have another question right here. Is this a Truman Show situation? 
where everybody in the town. No, I get what you. I get. <laughs> well, I want to be clear that everyone's following. Does everybody in the town want to keep her? So they're all performing all these things. Like, they're just pretending, basically, so she stays in the town. As always, you give these movies way too much credit. Well, because it doesn't make sense. Like, when she shows up to the house, and it's a brand new log cabin with, like, a beautiful kitchen, and it does have a coffee maker, that's on purpose to make her go to Hattie's. So when she goes to Hattie's, it sets up the chain of events. (laughs) I mean, I like your... I like your thinking. I don't think it's a Truman Show situation. I think they do... They are trying to get her to stay there, though. Does everyone in the town know that Santa lives there? Well, I think you're getting ahead of the story. <laughs> well, I'm just, but it begs the question then. I think all right. they all are in on the fact that Santa Claus, that this is the North Pole. That this is the North Pole. Bridget, okay. you know this is the North Pole and this, this is Santa Claus. Are they allowed to leave? No. Okay. I, I, it, as Andy, and by the way, this is why I like this movie. Andy, Andy tries to leave and yeah. he is drawn back and has to stay. Because I feel like if you leave, it's like an omerta. It's like a blood oath. You can't talk about it. My question was, are they all dead and this is hell? Oh, I did wonder if they were dead. I did, I did. Are they all dead? Well, what yeah. I wrote is: is this a um, a get out? Is this a, is this a lost situation? See, I think it's a get out. Oh gosh, where they bring the people in and then they're secretly like you know like brainwashed. Guys, I don't want to ruin the movie Get Out for anyone else to see it. <laughs> but they basically pull these black guys in and trap them, and then because they're crazy racist. And I think this is what they do here: they bring you in because you love Christmas. And they now keep you're you in speaking the town. my language. <laughs> I know it's a sci-fi movie set in a Hallmark movie. Correct. Directed by the guy who directed the two Corys. Bridget, thoughts? You're ruining it for me. You That's really the whole, are. That is the whole point well, of this. I guess we can stop recording now. <laughs> I'm not, and Bridget, I'm being 100% this honest. It's my sweet little movie that you now have. Well, I loved it because of this. It made, I was so happy last night when I finished. I was like, this is the. Gr- I love this. All right. I have another question before we get too much. What exactly was the color of her hair in this movie? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Was it orange? Was it... Can you get problematic? Is that a dye? Yeah, they did a bad job with their highlights (laughs) on this one. I will say. (laughs) Okay. Let's let the captain steal a ship back to where we're going here. Okay, I will. I I hated the coffee shop. Go ahead. All right. They pass by holiday shipping, which is the main source of work in this town. Question. Yeah. You worked for Federal Express. Oh, here we go. This is perfect. Oh, my God. I didn't know this. Logistically, does this make sense to have this... Shipping center in Garland, Alaska, where there's no there's no port, there's no nothing. But how do they get all the packages out of there? But can, wait, where's the runway? Where's the airport? <laughs> but but can, how are they getting all these packages magic. out of there? Answer it's the question. Santa, you're missing and the it's second magic. part. Does Santa not deliver gifts? Santa, of course, Santa. The movie suggested that they ship out packages continuously for Christmas, and it's Santa's delivering them by having. An industrial town that he runs, like a like a nineteenth century like desk shop. It's like a company town. They get paid in like Santa bucks. <laughs> hey, if you could buy everything you need, because they have everything they need in Garland. Right, but this that is, is like true. Santa bucks. Then all, I'm all. But this for is like it. what Rockefeller said when he owned the land and the house and the company store and people. Yeah, it's insanity. He's a nineteenth century capitalist. Santa, I, look, I'm in supply chain. How are the packages getting to anywhere? But are they from Santa if they're being delivered via a shipping service? It's magic. He just calls it that because he doesn't want everybody. He doesn't want because people, he has late stage heart he disease. He doesn't want people coming into Garland <laughs> and knowing that, so they call it. A but shipping if you're magic, company, just put a magic ball around it. No, <laughs> uh-uh. that's not what magic is for. That's the dark arts. Okay. Okay. 
So uh, the oh, next I, day, oh, Burry no gets questions. up, and there's no coffee. She has to go into town to get coffee. Crazy. She goes to the diner, uh, orders a half-calf frap latte, but of course there's only coffee, regular sugar, like because regular these, milk. But because Santa can't fucking build a cappuccino machine? Well, because they're like hayseeds. I know, I but like, are they? They live with a magical being that can make anything, and they don't have cappuccino. It just seems like, what's the point of living in Garland? Why do they need a doctor if everything's magic? That's my (laughs) other question. I'm with you. Nobody has answers? I got answers. I got many answers. (laughs) Magic has some limitations. Oh, okay. okay. That makes sense. But see, this is my thing. What are the magic rules? (laughs) So patients start coming to the hospital, which is basically the size of this condo. It's not a hospital. And they have overnight observation. By who? Who's doing this overnight observation? They haven't had a doctor in a year. Yeah. Who's been treating these patients? And so, so they, the we, nurse. There's four nurses. Nurse, nurse two, Billy. Hold on. Nurse Billy. There's, nurse Billy is a doctor. Ken. And she's a medical degree. Well, they have. They probably had the the reindeer doctor who got killed. <laughs> there's two nurses and two orderlies and one doctor, and they have overnight observation. How is that possible? Because I see them going home every day after work. <laughs> <laughs> they even say to Mrs. Alvarez, "We're going to keep you overnight," and then they just leave. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean anybody's going to be there. That's right. That means yeah. she's just sleeping. Yeah, it's there. a prison. It's not a hospital. Correct. I, I did not understand that at all. Even Santa had to stay overnight. <laughs> There's nobody there. So the whole town starts coming in to get treated now that they have a doctor. Billy the nurse is helping Burry get acclimated. The flower de- delivery guy has a hots for Billy the nurse. That age difference was quite disturbing. I couldn't figure it out. It just seemed weird. Why? What's their age difference? Did you like that romance, Wyatt I, why, and Billy? Yeah, I did. But I don't think there was that much of an age difference. It was quite ridiculous. Billy is either? older. It than was like him? fifty and forty-one. <laughs> Wyatt, was, he was he was boyish. <laughs> Ken just throwing digs. Yes, his, his he girlfriend. he was a bit boyish. But, but I didn't think it was that off. She just seemed more mature than him. I mean, which is not unusual for yeah. a, a man and a woman of the same age. I agree. A woman who. Went to school, right? Like and probably was left town, and he is just working with his mom in the floor. Right, shop. he hasn't so left. Has town. an experience. Nobody can um, leave life. So it's like yeah. Hotel California. So I see that, but I, I thought he just, that was yeah. I thought that was a sweet little. I was more concerned that he was simple, like that he was there. maybe a little slow, and that she was like taking advantage of him. Not no, I don't think he was slow. <laughs> see, I thought he was twenty-two, she was like thirty. You think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's not crazy. I don't. I don't think so either. And you know what? There's not many choices there in Garland. That's what I was about to say. Is what is the marketplace for men? <laughs> that's right. You're either dating Wyatt or you're fucking an elf. <laughs> so as as Burry is walking home, Andy stops by to give her a ride. Yeah, take a ride. It's seven degrees. You have no jacket. You yep. just have a pashmina. Well, she probably saw the windows down and went like, "Do I want to ride? It's <laughs> gonna feel colder." So Andy is the local handyman slash pilot. Well, again, he's magic because he has half Santa DNA. That is true. Right, he does. That is true. And when Santa dies, does he become Santa? Yes, he's carrying on the the family business. Because that's what it feels like. Because that's the only explanation for Santa having heart disease is that Santa can die, but then the next person becomes Santa. Right, we've seen a Santa Claus. Right, rather than him being a mortal being, though, I'm just saying. Because that's the other argument is Santa never dies. Well, Santa never dies, but... The body uh, embodying Santa dies. Right. The spirit of Santa never dies. Yeah, the spirit the, of Santa right. never dies. But do you think, so let's just say Andy's shooting blanks. Is there no more Santa? No, I don't think it's, 
Like if he Thank can't you. have if he can't have kids with the doctor. I don't think you have to be genetically tied to Santa to be a Santa. I agree. You just well, there's no a Santa. There's only one Santa. Santa. There's be, the okay. Santa. Well, no, see, I think like let's say like I'm Santa, right? Okay. And. I have no children. Mm-hmm. I could pass Santa on to whoever I want that has a spirit, spirit of Christmas. Oh, so it's like so it's like so it's like Watchmen. Did you not? Are oh, you not caught? Well, up? I'm on episode four. Oh, don't nod like you know. What that Spoiler is. alert. <laughs> okay, but then why does Andy have to stay if he can pass it on to anyone? See, the better movie is Andy's competing with someone else to be the next Santa. He has like the A plus punch student, it up, punch right? it up, and then no. the, the ne'er do well son, and he has to decide: Do I give it to my son? See, he's I a think- piece of shit. Or do I give it to the like, guy who's the head elf you, or whatever? Now you're just talking about Billy Madison. <laughs> it's exactly the plot. <laughs> no, see, I think Andy was unsure. I think that the the whole point is if your lineage of Santa, you have the upper hand. You so have like the leg up. Okay, so you have claim to the throne, but theoretically, right. the the some some other prince could come in from somewhere far away and be like, correct. Theoretically, you know what I mean? Yes. And and I think that um, Santa was not planning on dying. Santa was planning on turning it over to his son so sure. that he can enjoy life a little. So yeah. he wants his son to be there with him. That's what I got. I, I got that. that, too, that Santa was like a little like wistful, like, oh, my son, like a parent. He was just like, oh, shit, exactly. this guy left. He went to like, have a cool life in Seattle, and I'm stuck here with whatever's going on in this town. <laughs> nope, I'm, I can't I get a latte. <laughs> That's why he went to Seattle. He's like, where's coffee? I want the best possible coffee. Yes, he did. It's he true. went so that he could have good Seattle's food, best. Good food, good music. Yeah. Yep. I, I love it. Definitely good music. I have a lot of questions about his timeline, which we'll get to. Okay, so Burry gets home. She rubs one out. She does some online <laughs> shopping. Adrian Adrian, <laughs> Adrian told me not to write that joke. It's fine. But I wrote it. Hey. She, th- she thinks you're going to leave at, at any time <laughs> because we're so vulgar. Okay. Thoughts? No, no, See, I'm you can take it. I'm not leaving. I'm a big girl. She's I made thought. it this far in life. Right. I mean, not just only the has a dial-up modem. 2014. <laughs> yep. Again, why doesn't Santa just have magic net? It's Garland. <laughs> <laughs> the handyman should come over and put in high-speed Garland, internet immediately. Garland just gets by. Yeah. Garland has what they Garland need and nothing and more. But it suggests that they're trying to keep people from getting information, right? That like they want to slow down the internet so they don't find out. So she doesn't find out she's in the North Pole. So Garland's like the American government. Yeah, kind of. Oh, thank you. Right. Oh my god. Uh, follow up question: Who's I'm everybody? Go who's everybody doctor. voting for in 2020? Oh. I know. <laughs> I feel. I know who you're voting. Do for. you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, if I she have wins a question. Yeah, that's true. Good point. What exactly does impeaching a president do? Nothing. Nothing. Well, so he gets he can run again in 2020. If he's not removed. So he has so it goes to a trial in the Senate. And the Senate it's like a trial. So they run it like the Chief Justice runs it and they have two arguments and then they vote. But well, they're like not I, I, it's I, a public vote. It's not like a jury right, where you don't I, know who votes. He's not going to be convicted. removed. Yeah, cuz you have to be convicted to be removed, so. Um, but there's a chance well, I wouldn't say it's impossible. These it's All like right. a four percent chance. Doctor Mudd is hopeful. He's not going to get removed. Unfortunately, he's going to win again. I hate to tell you guys. Yeah, if I don't want way. him to win, you don't want him to win. Doctor Mudd doesn't want him to win. Nobody in this room wants him to win. Oh, he's going to win. Does. You like Trump? You're Ugh. you're a Trump. She's the one. You. Ugh. All right. Well, you brought this up. I don't know what you're doing. What? I'm trying to ruin this podcast? No, I'm not. <laughs> All right. Stop. Hey, everybody can vote whoever they want. This is America. That's the whole point. 
Yeah, I vote at least three times every election. <laughs> exactly. You're you're a Democrat. I'm you the problem. Vote, you vote more I than go to one Illinois time. every time. Exactly. And yes. I always I drive a truck full of immigrants to go. Like just <laughs> You do. I, I, I've seen you do it. And then they go make shirts for me. They do. Yeah. At ten cents a shirt. And then you sell them for twenty dollars a shirt. Yeah. I bring them to Santa That's Town where America. we exploit them. <laughs> yes. He exploits the immigrants. That's to how this country works. <laughs> it was a perfect phone call. That's all I know. <laughs> A sentence no one has ever said ever. <laughs> well, Trump said, tweets it every day. By the way, there's a new Doctor Mud. It's it's President Trump. He broke the toilets with his ma- with his massive shits. <laughs> Did, he Did really? you hear about this? No. Oh, oh I, I wish I was making this up. He complained for 20 minutes at a press conference about how the toilets break when he takes a shit, and he just kept saying toilet over and over again. It's insane because <laughs> he's because he eats junk food all the time. He, I know, but I'm just saying, if there's a doc, there's a President Mud, and his name is Donald. Trump. You think you would like him? You, I should be the VP. Now, that's a ticket I could go for. <laughs> Donald Trump and Kyle Richman, though, is a ticket I would vote for. <laughs> How could you not? Because it, there is one heart attack uh, two from heart you attacks. being from me. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I gotta, l- All right. So uh, Brian Doyle Murray, who is Santa in this movie, and Andy's dad, Andy Holiday. Yeah, Frank and Andy. Frank Holiday. And Andy Holiday, the Santa twins. I'm bottled up. I've so Brian Dory Murray comes to the hospital to invite Burray to a family dinner. She wants to examine Murray, but he, he he's on the go. He he's overweight. He's complaining. He's Santa. Being, he's Santa. And she kind of knows it. That's the other part. She's on the trail. They kind of play it like it's going to be a mystery, and then it's not. They just tell her. So yeah, far well, way down into it, though. That's it's not even an hour in though, well, right? She, or am I wrong? Right, everybody complains she has no uh, winter clothing for this movie. Did you so, see the shirt they took off the rack for her? Wait, we're gonna get there. Oh, I thought you were talking wait, about it. Calm down. You calm down. So she orders clothes online. They go to a delivery of clothes. Address unknown. Can't get any deliveries. How in do Santa's letters get there? <laughs> Magic. Oh, they go to the PO Thank box you. in Anchorage. And also, he's immortal and he's omniscient, so he just hears them. He doesn't need to read the letter, Ken. Then why do people need to mail them? Because they want to feel like they're doing something. It's an emotional act. It's not a, that's not a material. There is no such place as Garland, Alaska, either. Thank you. Okay. Just thought I'd... I'm glad Nur- that someone checked. I didn't look, so I appreciate that. So Nurse Billy takes uh, Burray to the Garland General Store to get some clothes. This nightmare. I like how we explained uh, what a general store was to her. Like, my, she's a doctor. She knows what a general store is. She my, lovely girlfriend, my lovely girlfriend had a big problem with this scene. I did, too. So they show her jeans with sweatpants lining. Now, that was the best thing of the whole movie. Now, uh, my, lovely love girl, my lovely girlfriend's uh, quote was, she'd rather die than wear jeans with sweatpants lining. All right. Can I make one caveat? <laughs> what if you only wear them inside? She'd you don't rather wear those- die. I wear those indoor pants. Those are my JV clothes. You don't go outside with those. This is a woman who can only wear high heels because if she wears anything else, her Her whole body hurts. (laughs) It falls apart. It only works in one place. (laughs) I don't. Okay. I love the jeans with the sweatpants on the inside. That was awesome. I agree. We should all have that. It's cold today. I would have worn it today. We live in this area. Yeah. They're definitely. It's oppressively cold. I. But you know what? I can see why some women might not want to wear that type of clothing because it kind of bulks you up a little. It makes you look a little chubby. Right. But like, look, she's with Ken. She's she's practically dead. It's fine. Just wear whatever you want. (laughs) Oh, she's beautiful. No, but my point is I'd wear them inside. If it was a cold day, you wake up, 
you make a hot cup of coffee, you put on your sweatpants lined jeans. I told you my son has sweatpants lined khakis and he loves them. They're comfortable. We've got them from the thrift store. He doesn't know that though, but that's where we got them. I can get my depends in them. So <laughs> you're 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 relying on your son for fashion sense. <laughs> No, I'm just saying that some I, people do find it's them a viable to be the, the man who hasn't cleaned out his car in three years. Well, he is 19. He has Slim Jims from 2016 in his car. I bet he does. It's charcuterie now. Pew! I went in this car on Thanksgiving Day. I wanted to throw up. You did? I'm sorry. I needed one of those uh, doctor's masks that the Asians wear in the city when they're walking around to go in his car. Yeah, you, you Laura, almost, I, Laura, when you got out of the you car, you had SARS. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's disgusting. Took you a second. I had the bird flu. <laughs> uh, one other thing in that general store, she takes, they're like, let's get you some warm clothes. They pull a blouse off the rack that is as thin as a t-shirt. <laughs> it, you could see through it when they held it up. Why would they even sell it? And they say to her, this is warmer than what you have on. And it was not warmer than what she had on at all. It's like those kinds of things where it's like they're not even trying. Like, how hard would it be to just have like a heavy flannel shirt? Right. Yeah, just have like an Eddie Vedder sweater, an Eddie Vedder flannel. Exactly. Be like, hey, this doesn't look good, but it's gonna keep you warm. Yeah. It's like a tauntaun. Exactly. Well, they did the right thing with the pashmina. Right. That's true. Yeah. If it's not made of wool, she's walking around with no jacket. She would die in uh, two minutes. But her neck would be warm. That's true. (laughs) I thought it was a nice pashmina too. They, they were actually really nice. That They got that right somehow. Yeah. The one person on the whole set who knew how to fucking pick clothes. Uh, I'm, I'm still confused at what color her hair was in this movie. Terrible. So they get to Brian Doyle Murray's house for dinner. They skip dinner and go right to dessert with a gingerbread house. Like, people eat gingerbread houses? Well, Santa does. This is when she starts going. Like She said exactly that. She goes, you guys eat this? And she goes, yes. Or Santa says, yes. So she's on the trail then. When she see and the elves are outside. So she once again tries to get Brian Doyle Murray to go up for a uh, checkup. I'm going to call him Santa. She tries to get Santa to go up for a checkup, but he refuses. Why is he against modern medicine? Well, this is, but it begs the no, question. He's not against modern medicine. He knows that this is his busiest time of the year. He has the list of shit to do, and he can't afford to spend some time in the hospital. But in January, he will. And I are you re- talking about you? And or I, about I was going to say, and I can relate because there's been a few Christmases where, come January, I did go to the hospital. So do you he's, think he's just trying to get through his busy season? So Santa didn't learn the lesson of the movie. Correct. Mm-hmm. Santa still has that some things true. to learn. This He's got some true. shit to he work out. He should listen to CCB. Yeah. <laughs> the part I don't get is either Santa... This I, is four hours. I thought Santa was pretending to be sick <laughs> to get her to take care of him. No, you are, no, you're, no. You're out of your mind. How do you even come up with this shit? Because, well, here... All right, follow, if, you want to, if you want the answer, I will answer it. But you've got a point. Go I know I have a point. Don't, don't encourage him. <laughs> but yeah, she's from Planet Real. I don't know where you're from. <laughs> you're from you're from the time zone of Magic Land with Santa. So, either he's immortal and he and he orchestrated this whole thing to get her to Garland for her for his son. Why her? Why her with her orange hair? Th- but this is my question. Or he's actually sick and can die. No, he can die. All right, he can die. But then why doesn't he go to the doctor if he's worried about dying? What's worse? Than, so let's. He's not worried about dying. And he's if you're really magic, not. why can't you just make pills? Well, why do you need pills? Just heal yourself, like Baby well, Yoda. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Exactly. I think there's guidelines with Santa magic. Oh, now there's guidelines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's three things he can't do. He can't heal himself. He can't have cappuccinos. 
I, I, I just asked him the questions. All right. Why can't his son get gray hair? You would think they would have. Why does he look like I, I the don't... owner of Papa John's? He does. Well, he he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't look as slick. Yeah. That guy Papa is John's covered in grease. A little greasier. You're right. Yeah. Let me. You know what I want? I want pizza from a guy from Indiana. The fuck? Who thought that was a good fucking idea? Are you kidding me? Schnatter? That's not an Italian name, as far as I know. <laughs> he had a Trans Am, though. That is Italian. Oh well. Good, you know what? Good point. It is by osmosis. My sister had a Firebird, a red one. Yeah, he, he's doing a little better than we are. So is he though? Is he? I mean, he's dropping yeah. n bombs and meetings. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I was like, I feel like that's not oh, great. Well, that's true, but I mean, yeah. Mm. I mean, you did the same, but you know. <laughs> Can I just say? <laughs> Can I say to it, uh, the Andy? I forgot his Andy. Name. Andy, yeah. Andy Holiday. He treats her like she's Starman. <laughs> Like she fell out of I'm the, the only one that knows who Starman. He fell out of the sky and she doesn't know anything she about did. anything. I know, but it's like, does she? She's a doctor. She got on a commercial jet. She fell out of the sky. <laughs> I just uh, because you're a doctor doesn't mean you have any common sense. I know, but like he he, he explained the general story. I just That's a like, tagline for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like, all right, she knows what a general story is. I mean, she's an idiot, but she's not a total idiot. She, uh, mm. All right. I feel she's she's all right. The, the, she's very pampered. She yeah. grew up in a rich family, and now she's in a, a small town. You're right. I just read. You want to talk about keeping it real? Because I'm. Keeping I got. It I, real. I just have like. I just have notes in so, here that make no sense. So. And and the other piece of it too is it depends on how much she was exposed to. If get, she get right lived, on that mic. You if like she lived like, in, if she lived in. San Francisco or mainly some, you know, very urban area, you know, maybe general store to her is a concept that you can't even. I mean, general store should be a concept either everyone or no one knows because well, it's from a million years ago. So you either know it from TV or yeah, whatever or you don't. So, but well, I don't know. It just seems she insane. might have not watched much TV because she was reading and studying. And... But wouldn't you have to be a fucking dolt to, to land and be like, where's the target? Like, <laughs> I just feel like the second you get on a biplane, you're like, I'm maybe not where stuff is. Well, there. You know, they, they they are flying there, and all of a sudden it appears. She's like, oh, is that it? No, it's the other fucking shut town yeah, Town here. in a valley in the middle of nowhere in Alaska where it's not <laughs> fucking cold. Hayseed. Oh, God. Yeah, I know you're from a town where everybody shits on the street. Right. But, but this is Garland. Well, they shit on the street there, too, but it's different. Only the reindeer <laughs> shit on the street. They shit sugar cookies. So are we to believe that elf really broke his hand? Yes. Okay. Because that was gruesome. That was really graphic. Like, when you looked at his hand, he hit with the tiny hammer. Well, he, had a, he hit a little hand. He hit it with a tiny hammer. But he's not tiny. He's a regular-sized man. Well, was he? He was. He wasn't tiny. I, I know there's maybe an elf and not an elf. You're an elfist. Maybe once they leave the um, walls of the... <laughs> oh, I like this. Oh, I like they, this a lot. They so, become... You, Wait what? Mortal? Maybe it's just a little elf when it's so you're. Oh, you're and tri- I, he I love so that. you're you're thinking they're in holiday shipping. <laughs> they go out the doors of holiday shipping. They're normal sized. So what does it? You say, never know. What does it say about the rest of the town that they don't get to work in the workshop? Are those people just incompetent? <laughs> like there's like a hierarchy. Like I'm sure being an elf is more important than being well, the general. Like, I feel at the, the two shop. the two more no, uh, major exports of this town are Santa and coffee. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> sure. Well, what else do they make in this shit? Well, town? that's my point. Is like if you're working in town, you work in the company town, and you're cleaning toilets and not making toys. You're a, you're the asshole of the town, right? I would 
think so. So shouldn't there be like a hierarchy? Shouldn't there be like racism from the elves towards the non-elves? <laughs> um, and what side are you on of the coming race war? <laughs> I mean, I'm on the green side. I'm on the elf side too. I agree. <laughs> I'm a, whoever has the most money. The That's elves, who's gonna win. They're on the magic side. I just don't. They never really totally explain how things work, and it creates all these. But questions. that's the whole. That's the whole charm of this movie. Yes. Am I right? You have to believe. You don't get it explained to you. What, you what, just you're Tug McGraw believe. all of a sudden. I gotta believe. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, are we halfway through this movie yet? Is the question. I don't. think All I know so. is that the dad, who's a brilliant doctor, also has another use speakerphone. Back to your point. <laughs> He could have just put the phone on Bluetooth and driven to the opera, but no, he's like, we got to go. We got to leave. Okay, it's 2014. <laughs> that is so true. He doesn't talk to his daughter for three months. He's like, all right, you piece of yeah. shit. You called us at the wrong time. You're, you're calling me from the middle of nowhere. I, I got to go. I got to see Evita. Like, <laughs> I thought the same thing. I'm like, I would be so upset if he's my like, father He's like, said, oh, sorry, sorry. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. We I got, have I got, opera tickets. I got to go to Paper Mill Playhouse. <laughs> yeah, shit. I got to... <laughs> It was insane. Oh, God. Yeah. And the mom, of course, just staring into space, like, <laughs> high on quaaludes. Uh. <laughs> she went to see Dr. Cosby. <laughs> <sighs> this is just... Goodness. Oh, so here's where here's my most insane theory of the movie. Oh, no. This is the most insane yeah. theory? Yes. What happened? You dropped. I dropped her shoe. <laughs> Coming in hot. Coming in hot. So I wrote down, I hope her dad is Satan and is at war with Santa. Which okay. is why he didn't take her call because she's gone to the dark side, of with, Dan, with Santa being the dark side. Yeah, and he's trying to get her to come back to be a doctor over here so he can do evil medicine or whatever he does, like me, like medical tricks, like Goebbels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one that knows but like, who Goebbels I, is. It felt like they, they were the two things: her her dad and then her Santa dad Goebbels fighting was, over her will. Go, all right, by the way, guys, Goebbels was Hitler's doctor. Yeah, sorry, Nazi doctor. Really? Yes. Oh. So I, that's what I was saying. Like he's like Satan. Like he's like doing Nazi experiments. Oh, God. I'm the only person that's he's against Santa. Movie. All right, fine. Yeah, that's that's my most insane no, theory. No, because he doesn't know a damn thing about Santa. But go ahead. Well, I wonder though. Anyway. Right. Okay, so Andy has Bree out on a midnight picnic. <laughs> Um, oh boy, here we go. All right, the town all loves Burray. She starts liking them back. Originally, well, Burray because she's curing diseases. She's curing like the most basic things, like well, right, a cold. They, because they've never been to the doctor. And I have a question: Who's paying for this? Do they have insurance? I would think so. I yeah. think holiday shipping has insurance. Absolutely, they have Edna at least. I mean, I didn't see any billing. I didn't see any faxes. I didn't see any forms being filled out. Originally, medical Burry, coding. Originally, well, Burray she was, was charting. Remember she she was charting, but she, she wasn't fil- charting. There was no billing. I didn't see a, okay. a single well, bill. Yeah. Chart this. Originally, Burry was going to leave Garland, but she decides to stay while on unpack. She hasn't unpacked yet. We're like a third through this. Well, well no, why? Because all of her clothes are for our bathing pack? suits. Exactly. She had to put on 14 bikinis just to stay warm at night. <laughs> Andy picks her up for a midnight date. A midnight date in Alaska. No, and not just not just a date, their first date. But right. if there's ever a place to have a midnight date, would be Alaska. Is the it? The beautiful sky. It was yeah. beautiful. I agree with you there. Shut up. <laughs> All right. He puts in his hair dye. They, they're all flying. To, they fly to their destination. Andy tells her he went to architecture school, but like he's George Costanza, <laughs> but decided to come back to Garland because it's home. See, I thought this was a total lie because that makes no sense. That means he left because he's like, I've been, I, I left for, he said I left for three years or something or five years. 
architecture school itself is five years. So if he went right out of high school, he's what, 22, 23, and then he's an architect for two years? But he's clearly in his 30s. Clearly. Do you know what I mean? Like, at the time, I doesn't match up. It's stupid. He takes her on a date to the, see the Northern Lights. Once again, just a blanket, no coats, no winter hats, no gloves, <laughs> no breath. <laughs> and then, and then um, later in the doctor's office, flowers in full bloom. Full in bloom. In the middle of winter Tulips. in Alaska. They can't even ship, get a package delivered, but they have flowers? Thoughts, Bridget? Oh, God. Can I, you argue? No, I can't. <laughs> Again, I, really, I really didn't I didn't uh, give it that much thought, but you're totally Nor should you. Totally the, all right, so December in Alaska. Can't see your breath. Andy kisses her. Burry wakes up the next day looking satisfied. Bridget, what do you think's happened? Yeah, I, they, yeah. Yeah? They, what they let they? you, um... Use your, you use your imagination your right. and hopefully the magic happened yeah she's got she's got a tiny santa inside her <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they fucked because <laughs> because the other night he goes he leaves her house at like he leaves he just like kisses her goodnight and walks out when he after the date and it's like what you're 40 well, he's, all, he's all shriveled up it's yeah, cold but you're 38 years old you stay inside for heat at he the very shrink- least shrinkage if you're that age and going on a date, you're fucking. If you already did all this other dumb shit, you did that just to hang out. I don't. They're, neither of them is that interesting. He flew a plane. I know. I know. I'm with you. Mile high club. That's what he should have done. Well, maybe not mile. He was driving. It's a prop plane. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's fine. How hard can it be to fly? A kilometer plane. Kilometer <laughs> club. Kilometer. She's about to be in the centimeter club. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so she goes uh, to holiday <laughs> shipping to give Brian Doyle Miller a physical, but he tells her to come back after lunch. She heads to the hospital, and it's another packed house. She takes care of all the patients and heads back to uh, check in on Brian Doyle Murray. She eavesdrops on a fight with him and Andy about who's right. going to take over the family business. Right, we get it. No, he's Santa. It wasn't, we get it. No, he wasn't fighting over who's taking the, over the family business. He's fighting over telling her right. what yes, the family right. business he, is. Because he loves her after so dating for two weeks. And that's big. Right, I agree with you there. That does correct well, me. I was just like, in most Hallmark the, movies. It right. doesn't happen. But you know what? I do believe in love at first sight. I've experienced hmm. it myself. So you could possibly fall in love between Thanksgiving and Christmas Day. Yeah, I guess. I didn't I know what it was. I didn't buy their chemistry. I think you're right, but I didn't think they had any chemistry, right? I had that in here. They didn't yeah. the, 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 yeah. They I said they had the chemistry of Diet Coke and Mentos. Yeah, see, I feel like the the the, the brother to sister of the Folgers incest commercial have more chemistry. <laughs> I agree. Have you seen that yet? Is it Folgers no. incest commercial? Oh yeah, look it up. It's fantastic. We'll watch it after this. Okay. They are the most incompatible people on screen. I agree that they that, Compared to some others who mm-hmm. I think really do have right. great chemistry, I think you're right. Those two, not so much. Burry is just not very open, and like, and that guy wasn't any good. All right, either, she's a bad actress. Let's get this on the table. And he's not she's so terrible. great either. No, well, look at how many movies she's in, though. Well, she's in Full House. No, and but she, all these Hallmark. No, she's movies. in like a hundred of this. That's true. She has I to know, have the record. She's she's not think, a good actress. Think, no, she's terrible. Okay, I don't know she's terrible. She's no Jodie Sweet. Here's the thing. I, it's casting. You got to cast her in the right role. I think she'd be good in the garage sale mysteries. Like if she's walking around solving mysteries, but as like a romantic lead, these two, it, it, there's nothing going on there. No, it's like two Legos smashing together. 
and that's why I didn't buy it. It just felt like, oh, you two are in love? You've had four conversations rode in a plane, and now you, you're going to leave your whole life behind to live in a magical world where you don't get to access any of the magic? <laughs> like, what is she getting out of this? Are you ever going to watch this movie ever again after this? We're going to watch it every I, year. I do have to watch it again just because I want to verify some of I'll, these I'll things send you my that notes. I absolutely missed. I think some of the things are probably wrong, but still. Also, they spelled Hattie's Diner wrong. There's no apostrophe. It didn't bother me. Go ahead. Of course there's an apostrophe. They, I know they didn't put one. I'm saying. Oh, okay. Oh. That's a bit. That's a miss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Burry finally... Exa- I'm going to skip ahead a little. Burry finally examines Murray, and she says he's not healthy due to stress and a bad diet. He eats cookies all the time. He's fucking Santa. He's Santa. Right? But he eats cookies all the time because he's immortal. Is he? Well, that's what I'm saying. They set him up on both sides of it. I didn't like it. Make We're solving this mystery with this movie? Yeah. Well, they right. have to make a choice. Well. All yeah. I know is, are there cops in this town? No. Why would they need a There's police? no ambulance squad? Well, I don't know, because they're, it's a town, and it's the only town around. There's no crime. People aren't stealing blouses and, and sweatpants <laughs> line jeans. <laughs> Stay warm at night. Why are you saying that? When was there a need for a cop? When Santa almost has a heart attack, and there's no first responders around, and they had to call the woman who was about to get on a plane who's a doctor. That's true. It's tough to argue with facts. <laughs> I just, it just again begged the question. They could have all they had to do was have they have a town handyman. They could have a town sheriff. All right. So ne- uh, next day, Burry asked Andy to meet her at the diner to talk. Andy knows Burry is leaving and he's not happy. He doesn't handle that conversation very well. No. But I don't blame him. Like I, I felt like he. What does legit- he think is going to happen? Why does he think this town is so great? Why? Because they got regular I, coffee? I'm not on his side in terms of the argument, but I felt like she set him up for saying yes and then said no. She decided to leave when, when everything was pointing towards Bridget, staying. thoughts? No, I don't think she set him up. Really? She, would, she kept telling him all along that if it came upon her, if, if Boston was offered to her, she was going. She said right. it from the beginning. Yeah, I think you're wrong on I this I don't one. remember her saying it from the beginning, and, and I felt oh, yeah, like, to absolutely. me, she warmed to the task. Every time they did something, she's like, oh, I'm really liking it here. I'm really... Well, and she even said, I might even stay. You know, I like it here. She, she like, never said it. that. She did. She looked right in his eyeballs and said, I might even stay, and winked or whatever. Might, and I'm staying. Yeah, but it's flirty. It's flirty. It's not flirty at all, but it should have been flirty. It's garbage. Uh-huh. It's her garbage acting didn't sell it. That's what it was. Mm. Burry heads to the hospital, and the staff is sad that she's leaving. They'll give her a heartfelt goodbye. Andy comes back uh, to pick up Burry because he's to ride her ride out of town. Like she kind of expects like another pilot take, to take her out of a town. I wrote that down too. I was like, "Isn't Andy going to take her out? Like, why wouldn't he just take her to the woods, leave her?" So Santa collapses uh, at work with chest pains. Burry <laughs> is filling out paperwork at Santa's desk. Bray is examining him at the hospital. the last payroll of the year. She says it wasn't a heart attack. Okay. Th- again, this is why I think he's immortal. I feel like he faked it to keep her in town. Nah. Okay, when they go into the hospital, is he hooked up to any machines? They don't have machines. Exactly. Well, they're a hospital with overnight stays. Are they? <laughs> she doesn't even take his blood pressure. It's it's a He cool, never puts on a gown. It's a... He, there's... Took- there's they a took, colonial house with they, beds. They took a blood. They took blood work, and his cardiacs were all fine. It's true. In the time when she drove back with with Andy, Billy the nurse ran ran labs. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> all I know is if you. That's was, what she said. It, it was Your blood a, work shows it was not a heart attack. You can say a lot of things about American healthcare, but once you get in the hospital, they hook you up to everything. 
There's, you, whether you, you could have diarrhea, they'll hook you up to stuff. This is true. You need to get IV then. Well, and he was laying on the thing like it was at his house. Burry decides to stay and take care of uh, Santa. Andy decides to help Murray with the family business, so he I guess he's going to be Santa eventually. Well, it feels Question like mark. it's imminent. Eventually. If, there's, if Chris is on the wraps 2 answers any of these questions, I'd like to know. <laughs> is there a 2? Did anybody look? There's not. Oh, really? As much as I hate these people, I want to see the continuing story. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Wyatt and Billy. So, Burry... All right, this is the most insane part. <laughs> oh. Burry discharges Santa so he could work on Christmas Eve. Her future father-in-law, who could die under her care, he's just which would be a stain on their relationship forever. He's, you can't he's live he's that just down. pounding down sugar cookies. <laughs> so he dies that night, and then her, she and Andy get married, and like, oh, remember that time you killed my dad? Right. <laughs> Santa Claus? I am... It, it, Mm, she's a bad doctor. So the, the real ending should have been he puts on the fucking hat and he's Santa and he fi- he saves the day. Punch it up. It's so obvious as to not even need to be said. So they just let Brian Dora Murray die then? Well, no, he's like in the hospital, like on death's door. This guy but, here is dead. But they but they go like he's just too sick to do it. I'm sorry. And they're like, we can't cancel Christmas. What are we going to do? And then he goes, oh, ho, ho, when he comes to the door and he fucking gets. Wait, what does he say? Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> he's apparently he's in New York too. <laughs> it's just. It was so obvious. I don't know why they didn't do it. All right. So Burry decides to go to the Christmas Eve festival to find Andy. She finds him. They decide to be together. It was hard to find him. Everybody kept saying, he's not here. He's over there. He's not we, here. He's over the there. The big reveal at the end of the movie is Brian Doyle Murray, Brian Doyle Murray is Santa. Is Santa. Officially. And Ken? Yeah. How many reindeer does he have? One. I know he has one. Rudy. He, he has Rudy. one oh, reindeer. We, we, yeah, we forgot that where she... Uh, we he flies in the sky with one reindeer. I will not let this drop. Before we even watch this movie, Adrian said there's going to be a part where she heals an animal. Yeah, of course. Just the, just um, like Monty. Actually, I think one of the best. Um, oh boy. <laughs> one of the best lines of the movie from her. <laughs> yes, go for was it. Was when she says that when he says something to the effect of it's not exactly it's not a reindeer it's a caribou she goes oh that might make sense yeah i did have caribou in between my surgery and whatever uh rotation i thought that was yeah she, yeah that, that actually i thought that was funny too and it was also that moment where they're trying to get her off the scent of he's santa why though I, this is my point they brought her there to be santa's daughter-in-law just fucking lay it out there why is everyone pretending I don't agree with you there. So what is really? she? What does she know about healing animals? What is the mystery? I don't understand why there's a well, mystery. Well, you know, the truth of the matter is, you 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 understand body parts, and it was this freaking leg, so animal's leg and our leg, you know, you split like it, and you're done. It's this is the same argument I made about Kristen Davis. Like she's a vet, she can heal. She knows how to fix an elephant. Yeah, she's and a, a vet. She's not a medical doctor. Yeah, I mean, that knows how to handle care. And food. she knows how a heart works or how a. I don't think it was leg, leg though. I and again, I'm I'm a I'm a Rudy truther. Rudy's not sick. Santa's not sick. They're just pretending to keep her in the town. I mean, Kyle has hooves. That doesn't mean that everybody has hooves. Cloven hooves, sign of the devil. It's true. Yeah, what are you gonna do? I can't help it. And that brings us to the end of how of uh, Christmas under wraps. I just wrote one fucking reindeer. Really. So he's not Santa because Santa's got twelve. We last don't time I checked, no, that's the only reindeer they showed us. But there, there was a he whole flew barn. in the sky. You need all twelve to fly. You don't fly around with one. You don't true. test it out. That's true. He's not on a test flight like Andy. That's true. So, so Mrs. Claus, all right, or, or, or a Borealis date. One to five single prop planes. Hmm. 
What do you give this one? I assume it's a five. After hearing this episode, say what whatever you, and you can say whatever what's you want. Your, what's in your Christmas heart? And don't think you know what we're going to say either, because it's always it's not it's unexpected. In my Christmas heart, because what oh. I took out of this movie yeah, yes. was that she learned that you can't plan everything in life, mm-hmm. and that you have to take chances, That's and you true. have to follow your heart and what you think. Mm-hmm is going to happen may not always be what happens and that a plan B is a good thing and you can be happy with plan B. And that's what I got. Oh, I've definitely had to use plan B before. You're you're skating on very thin (laughs) ice here. Boy, 24 hour CVS. So I'm going to give it a five because I still like this movie. You recommended this movie. We did not ruin this movie for you. Well, nope. You listen back. (laughs) All right. Ken, Dr. Mudd. No, Uh, you want me to go first? I never go first. Okay, I'll go first. I loved it. It's insane. It's bad. It's good. It could have been so much better. I got to go four. I I agree. I think this is everything we look for in these movies. I wish it was slightly, slightly better in the acting and certain things. Like... Because that's where, like, Mrs. Miracle excels. Like, it's all good people in a movie that's just as crazy with no rules. Right. This movie's insane. Or Kincaid, you know? She has atrocious hair. Ken is obsessed with hair. I don't know if you know this, but yeah. Uh, Ken, what you think of her Merkin? (laughs) It makes no sense. It has the faintest whiff of sense, which is what's so infuriating because it has. That's why I had so many questions. Just the fact that they don't (laughs) make it even appear that it's cold outside. Right? They they're like, "You're a fucking idiot, Hallmark," and we don't give a shit. They're like, "I don't care that it's July, (laughs) and that we say it's Alaska." The next to last line of my notes. It is nighttime in Alaska on Christmas Eve. Oh, no, sorry. No one is wearing gloves in Alaska at night in December. Yeah. They're in the picnic like they're in the Bahamas. Yeah. I loved it. I saw Bobby McFerrin. (laughs) This is a four. At least. I thought you'd go higher, actually. Usually you're a little higher. I love this. I I would watch it again. It's crazy for... It's perfect for this too because when you watch it again now, you're gonna so many you're, so many other things will be answered and then it will raise other questions. That's what True. I love about it. I yeah. agree. This is I a fun one with the family. If you get like people who know what they're doing to watch this together, like adults, not kids, have a good time, have a glass of wine, get into the romance, the chemi- the leaden chemistry of these two people. <laughs> leaden chemistry. It, it's just bad. They 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 didn't even know each other. It just. Right, like why? I this is always my thing. There's so many actors. How hard is it to find two people who even remotely like each other? Or I'd rather any... even have Papa John be the actor in this movie than I this wanted guy. Papa John and Madu to be the stars. <laughs> that's a better movie. <laughs> he finally learns not to hunt big game. Like that's the that's the the lesson at the end. <laughs> All right, guys, you ready to play a little celebrity net worth? Yes. Okay. Two for five over here. Look yes. out for the cops, Cash fruit. Usually I get a little further into the song when it's started. Over here, baby. Word up. Two for fives. The niggas got garbage down the way. Word up. Have you ever heard this song before? <laughs> but it is the rule of your life. You say this to me all the time. Cash rules everything around you. Cream, get the money. I want you to bump this on the way home. Who's singing it? Wu-Tang Clan? The RZA, the Jizza, Inspector Deck. Oh, boy. I, I used to be able to do it right off. I used to do it right off the dome, and I can't. There's 11 of them. So. Or 9 of them? 9. M-E-T-H-O-D, man. Old Dirty Bastard, Big Baby Jesus, Old Dirt McGirt. I haven't watched that many series yet. I've been meaning to watch it. No, me neither. I'm sure it's good, though. It's a good song. 
They're mostly from Staten Island. So she doesn't care. Well, you know, there's a lot of garbage people from there, but not them. That's <laughs> true. Alienating no one in our audience, I imagine. Mm, all right. So I want to start out. Wait, I, wait. First of all, do you know how celebrity net worth well, works? I'll explain it yes, to her. Yes, we're guessing. Yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. She's fine. Okay. All right. She's a grown woman. Fine. First, I'm, I have a, just a general question. I want. I looked this up because I was curious. What do you think is the average hourly rate for a mall Santa? Hmm. So I got this from CheatSheet.com, who consulted the biggest firm that does the sort of hiring mm-hmm. and uh, distribution <laughs> placement. Well, yeah. This was, this was on a uh, Shark Tank episode. Oh, was it? Yeah. Was it? Of like mm. mall Santa distribution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a. It actually started in Cherry Hill at the Cherry Hill Mall. Hmm. I'll the town say named after a mall. Twenty dollars an hour. Okay. Seventeen. Thirty. Wow. Thirty. The average. Now it's an average, so half people are making fifteen. But and actually, the rates were even hmm. higher if you speak multiple languages. Okay. And and this is the other part. This is the rub where you guys might be right. You have to rent your own suit. So if you take out the suit money, <laughs> you're probably making seventeen dollars an hour. Well, how much does a suit cost? I don't know. I, don't I think know. it depends. On it, what, I think at a high end mall, you got to have yeah. a nice suit. That's right. Some of those. You're at like at Short the... Hills. Yeah. You got well, a nice... that's the top end. That's what I'm saying though. So it might pay a little. You're more. also making a lot more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I bet you the Short Hills guy. They're owns making fifty dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah. He's he does it every year. He owns it. <laughs> I think he does. I, I think they're a hundred bucks. A good one? Yeah. Hmm. Probably. That's interesting. Because they got to be like stain resistant or something, right? Like they're like simonized or something. <laughs> What's the well, thing they do when you go do you like... What uh, like do you think is happening? What do I think is happening? I think little kids are shitting <laughs> and being <laughs> and puking <laughs> on them. Exactly. Oh my God, I know what's happening. You should see my Santa suit. Si- simonized? <laughs> yeah, what was the thing? That, you like guys might car? know. Like it's a car? Like the old days with the furniture, they would put the coating on it. What, I can't remember what it's called, but you could get the coat, the coating, like, you know, like the used car salesman, but for sofas. Yeah, what was that called? Scotchgard? Scotchgard. Scotchgard. Yeah, see, <laughs> motherfucker? Simonized. Yeah, the right beginning list. Yeah, I got there. I drove I drove by the closed uh, Bograd's furniture <laughs> store today, and I thought, I thought of it. <laughs> A reference Bo for no grads. one. Uh, <laughs> near Slater's Mill. Yeah. The also you stop by two guys on the way home, too. <laughs> Go to Mike's Feed my Farm, father, get some cat my food. My father worked at two guys. Yes. Really? Wow. Cut, Sold cut, ornaments. Cutting cold clips. He's a meat cutter. And, and he got fired because there was this poor lady Ooh. that came in. And he used to give her extra. No, and they fired and they him? Fired huh? him for Jesus it. They Christ. They caught him and fired him. No wonder you love these movies. You're like, you want to see the good in Christmas time. <laughs> Not the Scrooge who gets fired for like Do you know that story? pinching yeah. meat. Yep. Huh? Anyway, him, wow. and Uncle, him and Uncle mm-hmm. Joe worked together at Two Guys. Yeah, Uncle Joe's always there. It's a margin-based <laughs> business. He yeah. shouldn't have given it away. I yeah, know. I know. She couldn't pay. She's die on the street. That's right. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Capitalism. <laughs> it is capitalism. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go first with the Burrays. So right. you may not know this, but she's married to a former NHL player, I know Valerie Burray. His brother, Pavel Burray, also played in the NHL. Yeah. The way Russian Rocket. And we're also going to, so we're going to do CCB, Pavel Burray, Valerie Burray, and Mark Brunel, the quarterback, <laughs> who was named. That was her last name in the movie. Yeah, that was her gotcha. last name. Yeah. So put those four people in order, and then we'll do some numbers. Yes, yeah, so what is Pavel Burray's net worth? <laughs> I love this. I want to know what she thinks. Now, okay, was... so I'll give you some background. NHL player in the 1990s and 2000s was a superstar for a few years, so very, very good player. Yeah. But they also have a salary cap. So there's only it's not like baseball where you can make $50 million a year or something. Does that help or hurt? 
No. Okay. And we want his net worth. Yep. As of today. All right. And who was the other people? So Pavel Bure, Valerie Bure. They're Russian. Okay. Are they Czech? They're Russian. Russian. Can't remember. The late Can't. Russian rocket. Can't oh, that's right. I was thinking of the other Cameron one. Cameron Bure. CCB. CCB. And, and the place to be. Burnett. And then Mark Brunel, NFL quarterback, former NFL quarterback. Had some controversies over the last few years. Did he really? Oh, oh, he did. Network. So, so put them in order, and then we can go through the numbers. But I'm curious how they stack up. Guests always go first. All right. Well, if you feel ready, or at least quarterback. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. Sports are tough. Don't let him throw you with controversies. I'm just, I'm just trying to be transparent here. He played a very long time. Relative relative to football players, he played a very long time. See, right. I, I thought that since uh, CCB was on Full House, mm. I thought you were going to ah, well, work at the worth of the Full We may House not be guys, done yet so, today, okay. so don't, you know. I, right. I think we may have done it before, but we'll do it again. So yeah. I say the quarterback first. Okay. CCB second. Okay. Pavo third. Okay. Valerie fourth. Kenny? I have Pavel Burry first. Okay. Mark Brunel. Okay. CCB. Okay. Valerie. So we all said Valerie was fourth. We both said. <laughs> the, the husband getting no no credit. Well, it goes Pavel Burry, number one. What yeah. do you think his number is? Now that you know he's number one. Oh, is he? 22 million. Okay. What do you I think? I said 18 because I had him third. Seventy million dollars. Ah, wow. Good for him. Seventy. I was shocked. I didn't think he got big contracts, but but if he went back to Russia, yeah, maybe he played and played he, there, he or roof. he's like a oh, GM of yeah. one of those like those oil baron teams where they just pay guys out the ass. Yeah, he's got some ruples. Yeah, for sure. Some ruples. He has more salted fish than he knows what to do with. <laughs> Coming in tied for second, mm-hmm. CCB and her husband. Oh the wow! Same number. Oh wow. <laughs> That's a I again surprising. So what do you think their number is? Twenty. Fifteen. Fourteen million dollars. Yeah. yeah, Ken's good wow. at this. That was a good guess though, actually. Sixteen I had for the husband. Yeah, so you were right yeah, there. Yeah, she's right there. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, you ready? We have the same variance. Mark Brunel's last now. Now wow. that you know he's less than fourteen million dollars. Is he? <laughs> I'm just telling you what I know. Well you had him first. Yeah, I so did, you had him at a big number. I just thought that football. I had him second, so I have met ten. Really? I mean, I ch- I now I oh. changed it. But what did you have? Did you say? I'm sorry. Originally, I had him at eighteen. I had him. He was my number one, so I had him at twenty-five. Oh no! The Coolio situation. Mark Brunel? I mean, based on your guesses, I'm gonna call it a Coolio. He's a white guy in America. <laughs> yeah, I told you he had some problems. He. He ran like this nonprofit, religious nonprofit that he was like skimming money from, and they went bankrupt. Oh, I know he was religious. Oh, he's fascinating. It's <laughs> interesting. Four hundred thousand dollars. No. Really? Oh, that poor guy. And I'll feel bad for him. No. Still four hundred thousand dollars. You lose twenty million dollars. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to find the news story. Bankruptcy filed for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy in 2010 due to numerous failed real estate and other business investments. Um. He and his, his uh, co-investors, former teammates, have defaulted on multiple loans around the country. <laughs> wow. So he listed $5.5 million in assets and $25 million in liabilities. Oof. Wow. So he has 400 k since he went bankrupt. So, you know, that's actually not bad. No. 
He might be doing the autograph circuit. Oh, for sure. For sure. Oh, he has a world record. For what? Bruno also currently holds the world record for longest throwing catch of a hot dog sausage into a bun. All right. Fair enough. How long do you think it was, Ken? 30 yards. (laughs) You're very close. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very close, but, you know, it is a good guess. Uh, It was 70 feet. Yeah, that's that's close. That's close. I know. That's good. There you go. A sausage into a bun. Yep. He threw the sausage into into someone else's bun. (laughs) That might have been the problem with the religious community. I don't know. Jesus, God. (laughs) All right. So... Our next category is chips. Since oh. we had Robert Pine, oh I was curious what the stars of chips oh, are worth God, today. One of the worst. So you remember chips? This one you guys remember, right? Okay. California Highway I Patrol. I know. I ponch. can see their ponch and. Ooh, oh, well, we're gonna find out. Statement. So we have Eric Estrada, Ponch, Larry Wilcox was John, and Robert Pine, the, the sergeant or the captain. I don't remember. And so he was on every episode, 139 episodes. A lot. There was that many sh- episodes of that show? Yeah. That show stinks. Yeah. I saw it every day, maybe, when I was a kid. The reruns were con- they were on back-to-back. I watched it quite a bit, too. I love Erica, Erica Strata. Yeah, he's a handsome man. He did Mexican television but didn't speak Spanish, so he used to speak phonetically. They had cue cards. <laughs> but he was so handsome and so famous. They were like, and he looks Latin. He's Latin, so they are like, fuck it, put him in there. So just the three of them? Yep, just the three of them. What do you think? Would you put them in order for me? I like that she takes it seriously like you do. She's like doing a count thing. I love it. Right. Got, yeah. It's fantastic. Not everybody takes it that seriously, so, you know. I don't think a lot. Probably not. All right, what do you have for... Uh, so put them in order. Who do you have number one? Robert. Oh, Robert Pine and number one. Well, because you said he was in so many episodes and now he's doing Hallmark. I just say things. I throw you off the scent. Ten million? Ken, what do you have for Robert Pine? Estrada's number one. Okay, so do Robert Pine first. Robert Pine, three million. Three? And you said ten? Yeah. He's at four million. Oh, really? What about Eric Estrada? Eight. Five. Also four million (laughs) dollars. So I don't know what that says. I will tell you this, Larry Wilcox is worth less. <laughs> that I knew. <laughs> what do you have? Rich? Five. One. 1. 1.5. <laughs> you guys are right it's on it, Kenny. It's fascinating. So, <laughs> the old so type people seem to be easier, game. you know? Now, we're taking we're quickly the line, play a celebrity hike game. This, well, is a better, this is a better game. A All right, so... How tall are Eric Estrada, Larry Wilcox, and Robert Pine? Oh, it's Jesus. <laughs> I have no clue. Ah, take take a guess. Eric Estrada, what do we got? He wasn't that tall. He's <laughs> eight, uh, Latin. <laughs> ah, there we go. Now we're thinking. 5'9". Okay, Kenny. 5'9". Five, 5'9", nine. Five, nine is correct. <laughs> <laughs> She's a natural. I. This yeah. is great. Larry Wilcox. These are uh, and these are current heights. I'm remember, assuming. I know. Five eleven. Five eleven. Five eleven is correct. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can they go three for three? Now, the one guy you do know, you saw him in the movie Robert Pine right. as the dad, the dad who can't get his daughter into the fellowship program mm-hmm. in the town, yep. where he would have fallen in love with Ben Affleck as the bank robber. That's true. Mm, think of next to the mom. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I mean. Probably five ten. Next to Crystal Mom. Six yeah. foot. You're both wrong, five eleven. <laughs> but right no, in the middle between you two. 
Guys, well done. I'll take that as a win. It, yeah, it, awesome. Celebrity hike game, it, it's the best. Anybody <laughs> can play. You don't need to know anything. Who doesn't like ski All right. Last category, the full house category. I love the rustling of papers. That's what I do. <laughs> All day. <laughs> okay, so how much is Bob Saget worth? Oh, wow. This is a tough one, I think. <laughs> okay, guarding his paper from cheating. <laughs> mm. Deep in thought. Now... You know, because he did all those uh, yeah. America's Home America's Funniest Home, Home Videos, and that was on for thirty. It's still on, probably. Still on. I mean, he's not the he host, but he has a piece. He got a he, Bob gets a taste. All right, do you want it as we go? Or yeah, we gonna sure. Do We're gonna these? do. We'll do Bob. We'll do him. We'll do him as we go. Seventy million. Seventy million. One hundred million. Bob Saget. One hundred million dollars. Wow. I seventy-five million is from America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, of course it is. I'm and then sh- that Fuller House reboot is probably a lot of money. Yeah. And then you know touring stand up, oh, you can make him money. The reboot. Mm. I don't know if he does like theaters though, because that's where the real money is. But he probably he might. But he's a name. Like does if he, he comes do out on a weekend. Voiceover stuff. Oh, that's a good question. That? He might. Yeah. yeah I I, he probably he does. Right. Yeah. He might. I think he does. Yeah. That's good money. Let's go, John Stamos. Mm. Mm. mm indeed. Sexy by any standard. He's got I would that say. yogurt. He's got that yogurt money. He's got that yogurt money. He's got those yogurt dumps. He's got that Beach Boys money. Kokomo. <laughs> Take me to it. 100, 120. Whoa. 50. Massive number. 25. Wow. All right. I feel like Stamos fucked up, right? Yeah. If he's at 25, something he's, went wrong. He's lived life. Oh yeah, I mean, God, that's, you know. I thought he was... And he's probably older than we think. There is that. He's... Wait, mid-50s? Yeah, 50s? I think mid-50s. Okay. He was like, tw- like honestly, like 22 when Full House started. Yeah, because he was on like the soap. He had a show before that. Yeah, he was Blackie on uh, General Hospital. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Blackie? Wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Was I, I, I mean, it was the 80s, Ken. You didn't watch General Hospital? No. Oh. I was in school. Oh, with Sonny? Come on. <laughs> I only know like three things about Blackie, that was his name. He was a singer. Huh? Oh, boy. Huh? And he was in that movie, that uh, How This Game Made movie, uh, where he's the like James oh, yeah, Bond. Yeah, 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 I can't yeah, remember yeah. what it's called. With Gene Simmons. <laughs> you were, where you didn't know it was him. I oh, did, my I God. Did, I did. I can't, we can't get into this. Uh, Dave Coulier. Ooh, Canadian. Cut it, so, cut it out. So two different things here. One, higher taxes in Canada. But on the other hand, he's a bigger star there. I'm assuming. Don't let him throw you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm giving you information. It's, it's still Dave Coulier. <laughs> Don't go crazy. I'm not copying. <laughs> Don't go crazy. 20 million. 17. Five million. Wow. I know. Poor, poor it guy. feels like these guys should be getting paid. You know what the, the moral of that story is? Don't cross Alanis Morissette. No. She, he, the Hex. You know what that's what her song is the about? The Cross Eye Bear. No. Never. Really? No. You know who Alanis Morissette is? No. What? Sorry. From the 90s? You were in the 90s. Jagged Little Pill? I was there. You were there with me. It was a feminist anthem? She's wow. She's on a tour, by the way. I don't know. It. 25th anniversary. Song. Well, she wrote a song about Dave Coulier. Yeah, she did. If you could imagine, Why? And, and it was a number one it's hit. Her most famous song. He he did her wrong. He and she wrote him. about she it. She dated him. Okay. The, can I you imagine? It. Of all the people on that show, Dave Coulier, Ava Simone. You know that song, correct? Yeah. Lord, do you? I want to go and see that concert. Twenty fifth anniversary. No. Yeah. Liz Fair's opening. Sure, I'm into it. I'm there. All right. Jody Sweeten. Now this has got to be the toughest one. Ava Simone, Jody Sweeten, hot or not? 
No Big comment. argument in this apartment. Are you pro? Oh, absolutely. Really? I didn't think you would be. That's interesting. Beautiful girl. I have my guess. <laughs> you need to write that. Bridget? Six million? Three million. I don't know if this is a Coolio, but 800K. Andrea Barber, Kimmy Gibbler. You don't think I know who Andrea Barber is? <laughs> well, I'm doing it. I know who she is. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. She's got to be less than. Does she got to be? She's got to be strong. That's what Desiree tells us. <laughs> <laughs> 1.5 <laughs> She's right on it. 500K. Really? Wow. They're getting now. nothing from, from yeah, Fuller there's, House. There's no, uh, what's that called? Residuals? <laughs> residuals, yeah. yeah. Or residuals. What's it called? Residuals. Residuals. <laughs> not residuals. <laughs> We've all been drinking. It's what's all right. A, no, I haven't. No, you have not. What's I was a, trying to give you the out. You should have said I was drinking. <laughs> I don't know what a residual is. No, that's... It's like whatever didgeridoo that's goes the wrong language. way. Oh, that's like when you're ty- trying to teach a child that's what residuals <laughs> are. It's when you fart into a didgeridoo. <laughs> That's because it's an hour away from my bedtime. <laughs> no worries. Um, I can't do. <laughs> that sounds like a modern sound. All right. Now, the last question. Are they together worth more or less than one Olsen twin? And the Olsen twins are each worth the same amount. Less. So. so what's the total? Less. See, this is when you do this, you have to have the total ready. I'm ready. Well, you didn't ask. Just give me a fucking What's the total? $131 million. One of the Olsen twins. Just one. Just one. Mary-Kate or Ashley. Yeah, those they're, are the two. They're worth about one hundred and twenty thousand. I mean, one hundred and twenty million each. So you think? So then you're saying the group is worth more than one of them? I'm saying not together, but one. One. Okay. More than one, yes. Okay. They're definitely not worth more than both. No. No, no. That's why I'm asking it this way. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you're saying one hundred twenty so, million, and, and it's they're worth more. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say no. What do you think the one twin is worth? One fifty. 120. 150, exactly. There you go. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's just, it's oh, so it what wrong. he's good at. He's got one talent. I just love that there's Brigitte on the table. <laughs> yeah, follow the floor. It's just what are we going to do? I knocked it over while we were podcasting. All right, Ken. So Ken won that one too, huh? Yeah. That's, he's pretty uh, good at this. Do you, think, do you think he looks them up no. beforehand? I know he does it because he would... <laughs> No, it wouldn't be any fun. He would. He I, wants uh, to have fun. Okay. I'm all. I have integrity. Wow. No, you do. You're actually too honest, probably. And for the most part, I don't know what you're gonna pick. Yeah. Nine the times like, you, There's no way you could have known I was gonna pick chips. Oh God, right. No. Correct. Let, or well, Mark Burnett, you probably knew. But. <laughs> I didn't. But like we've we've done famous windsurfers, right? <laughs> we did. What else? We, we did do? a lot volleyball of volleyball players. Yeah. I do a lot of weird. I try to keep them off the game, you know. So. It's fun for me that way. Yeah. Correct. Absolutely. All right. So we have episode 50 coming up. We're gonna, we'll, it's a milestone. We'll, yeah. We'll plan. I, I never thought we would get here. Well, we'll, we'll plan something uh, special for that one. Uh, so Kyle, check your mailbox uh, for your cyberbullies uh, prize pack. <laughs> we have some ideas. We'll get the street team out there. We're going to do the whole thing. Uh, Bridget, thank you for coming on. Yeah. Oh, my Sincerely. pleasure. It was, it was a blast. You did great. Well, I love having you. someone who loves the movies. That made me happy. Yeah, like you legit like these movies. Yes, and you had absolutely. good theories. She understood yeah. when magic starts. Correct. <laughs> you did have it ready to go, as if you thought yeah, about it beforehand. She, this is I the did. Thing. You, right. Even if you weren't thinking about all the other stuff, you are locked into the logic of the movie, which it requires you to think about when the magic starts. So if you really care about it, you're in it. Which kind of scares me. 
Oh, no, it's bit. terrifying. You don't want to be in her brain. Are you kidding? My, me neither. It's a house of horrors. But, all right. It's I like will, the movie magic with Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> I will see you in, in a couple days for Christmas. Yes, you will. For another well, lovely meal. Uh, <laughs> so for Bridget, for Dr. McCall. When you put it that way, it sounds weird. Kyle's going to drop in what our next movie is. Yep. Uh, but for uh, from Rock Quarry Story Studios, for for Twisted Tree Studios, this is Ken Worski, and this is another episode of the Cyber Bullies. Manu on the next Cyber Bullies podcast. The Cyber Bullies celebrate their fiftieth episode, and we finish out the year with our last holiday movie, starring Brittany Bristow. We might actually get away with this. And Matt Cohen. Now, everything about Whispering Pines is magical. It's 2019's Holiday Date, available on the Hallmark Movie Channel.